This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18+, plus. rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. <laughs> The pensioners are back, but with no walking sticks in sight. They're carefree, wherever they may be. They're the famous CFC. Blue is their colour, and football is their game. If you come to Stamford Bridge, you'll remember their name. It's the Chelsea Fancast on Love Sport, with seven of the best for your chance to win a million pounds. Good evening, London, and welcome to Love Sport Radio. It's the Chelsea Fan Show with me, Jake Watson. I'm in for Aaron Paul this evening. We've given him a well-earned night off. I think he's definitely earned it. He's here every night, bless him. And it is the Chelsea Fan Show, 7 till 9, up first. Stanford Chidge. Aaron, you've changed. I know. You've lost a lot of weight. Has he improved? Wow. You've lost a lot of weight, man. (laughs) Stanford Chidge, welcome (laughs) for introducing yourself. Alex Churchill and Football.London's Ollie Harbord. How are we, guys? Good evening. Can you also tell you're not Aaron by the fact that you're not wearing free clothing pogged off of every football club in the country? And and there are no banana-flavoured trainers. Yeah. (laughs) Which are quite obscene, actually. I took a photograph of them last week and forgot to tweet them out. I might have to do that tonight. They really are obscene. Uh, but other than that, you're missing him. I love Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> the big, the, what is it you called him? The big... Like, big Indian hunk of man love. That's right. Yeah, a big yeah. Indian hunk. I do miss him. But the big Indian hunk of man love will be back next week. Oh, he will. <laughs> uh, but I am looking forward week. to working with you, Jake. I've not I had the pleasure Chich. of working with you I've yet. heard many things. Oh, dear. All good. <laughs> Shall I leave now? No. <laughs> right. You're still here. Um, it is Chelsea fan show. We will be talking all things Chelsea until 9 o'clock. But also, we must, we must address that the Premier League kicks off this evening the very first game it is Old Old Trafford 8 o'clock kickoff Manchester United against my team uh, Leicester City and very quickly I will give you the team news for that because that is just out David De Gea starts in goal for Manchester United back 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 shore 
There's Luke Shaw in there. A back four, which includes Luke Shaw, of Damian Abayi, Lindelof Shaw. And then Fred makes his debut. Pereira, Pogba, Mata, Sanchez and Rashford. Uh, on the bench, Lee Grant. Formerly of Stoke, makes no the way for Manchester <laughs> United. Ashley Young, uh, Chris Smalling, Marion Fellaini, McTominay, Lukaku, and Martial. And for Leicester, the big news is that Jamie Vardy is on the bench, Ooh. but Harry Maguire does start. It's Casper Schmeichel in goal, a back four of Ben Chilwell, Harry Maguire, Wes Morgan, Daniel Amati, with Wilfred Ndidi, Adrian Silva, James Madison making his debut, Ricardo Pereira also making his debut right wing, Damari Gray, and then Kalechi Iheanacho leading the line. So. Um, yeah, eight o'clock kickoff there, at Old Trafford. Uh, you'll know how it's going because if Leicester are winning, I'll be very happy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and if Leicester are losing, then yeah. my my mood will be oh. not 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 so buoyant. And regardless of what's happening, we'll all be making lots of fun of uh, Czech populists. Yeah, we will, and, and, and we'll <laughs> and all be Leicester meltdown. fans tonight. I'm really mm. love to see United get back. I got to pick you up on one thing, though. Go on, Jay. it's a Frasier, Frage. Fridge. What have I done? Not Fred. It's Fred. Oh yes. No, I have been told this. Yeah. Fridge. But, but it's the same with with Hamas. It's Rodriguez. like that. It's like that Hamas. chocolate milkshake you can get. I think. Oh, that, is that fridge. fridge. Is that part fridge. of his? Is that part of his image rights deal? But what? But why is it <laughs> fridge? Oh, they were vile. There's, there's no accents or nothing. <laughs> no, but it's Brazilian, isn't it? Yeah, it's fridge. I don't Fred. know. Strange country. <laughs> I don't. I don't think Fred is going to catch on, is it? Poor old Ollie. I, I, was about, I was about to say that you know tonight actually, Jake, you'll be delighted because it'll be quite a, a, a good show tonight it'll be normal and sensible because i've got two fantastic people with alex you know and and the fantastic ollie who is Mm. a superb football journalist i.e no jonathan so it'll be quite sensible (laughs) there'll be no references to banana hill or sleepy in your barn and i've already blown it we haven't even done 10 minutes yet and i've already gone down the silly route so it's all my fault can i just say they're just showing on sky the uh you know they bring up the manager's photo when they're doing the team news Mm. and already like you can tell when sky went and did the walk-ups at man united he was obviously in a great mood i mean it could have been any day from the last two years (laughs) is he the most miserable man in the world do you think jose Mourinho? certainly no mark lawrenson no i think he's in the right place if he's in manchester though isn't he yeah Heaven knows I'm miserable now. Could have been written for jo- Jose Mourinho, couldn't it? Yeah, no, I don't think you'll see out the season. But, but we let, were, let... there's your man, Claude Puel. 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 We were laughing <laughs> that he mocked Mourinho, didn't he? With yeah. his, uh, yes, Harry is going to Manchester oh, for good, a couple of hours. Yeah. You were saying that that's probably the first joke he's ever made, and he's usually <laughs> the most boring man on earth. He probably you, wrote can... it a few hours before. Yeah, yeah, well. yeah. <laughs> Can you do a Can you do a Claude Puel impersonation? No Jay? one can because Claude Puel is known as the Whisperer. He does because he speaks very yes, much. If, if, if you've ever been to a Claude Puel press conference, yeah, yeah, it's very. You literally quiet. can't hear. Yeah. I remember he was Southampton manager, and I was I was working at a Norwich game, and I was sat in the front row of the press conference, and Claude Puel was doing it. Um, name drop. I was sat next to Norwich legend Darren Eady, and we looked, <laughs> and we looked at each other, and it was like. Can, can you hear mm. anything he's saying? He's, he's one of those managers that you have to put your dictaphone up right by mm. his mouth, otherwise you don't hear a but, word. But the thing is, though, when you take away kind of the, the media part and the press conferences and being able to actually hear him, what I automatically thought of, like, a team talk, if you're in a, in a dressing room at mm. half-time and you're losing 3-0, and then Claude Puel comes in with a... a, a on, guys. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> can I just heard, say... <laughs> go on, you go. I was going to say, I've heard that he's actually very competitive and mm. quite nasty. You know, like, he cheats in the five-a-side game so that he can win yeah and i think Claude he does shout. Pe- kick people yeah, yeah. he yeah. loves it apparently in training yeah, he's gonna say breaking news as well Mourinho looks like he's had a shower
shower for the first time in three <laughs> yeah. months. And he's even got hair gel on. There's a crisp white shirt on. By I know. Jay. He's looking all right. He's ready for the new They've season. They've even knocked him out and put him through a car wash. Th- this summer, or giving him some happy pills. Just looking miserable may have just been a, just a massive act. It was really, all he's a well up for He's it. really thrilled that he's got Smalling and Jones to toy with at the back. <laughs> yes. Mm. Yeah, m- m- missed out on Harry Maguire, didn't he? Very, very interesting. <laughs> missed out on everyone. But let's talk about Chelsea today. It's been busy, like it always is with Chelsea. Um, but we'll get on to kind of the Courtois, the Kepa, the, the Kovacic um, kind of I- I- in a few minutes. But uh, I suppose the breaking news today is Michi Beshwai has gone out on loan to, to Valencia mm. and Kurt Zuma has, has gone to Everton on loan. Initial thoughts for, from you guys on those moves? Well, Ollie was at the presser today, so he would have heard that from the horse's mouth. So I shall leave it to you, Ollie. Yes, Ollie, take it away. Yeah, well, uh, I mean, he was quite quiet about the loanies. He did say that it's a down to the club as, it's, you know, standard manager line, isn't it? But mm. we all knew that Zuma was happening. Um, you know, they got all the paperwork through last night before the registration details needed to go through, but it was just these odd little bits of paperwork that needed to be finished off, which is why it took so long. So that was done. I'm quite disappointed by the Batshuayi one, I have to say. I thought he was, was going to get his surprised. chance. I, I, I'm a bit surprised as well. I thought if, he was going to get his chance. It's if, good news for Tammy Abraham. If you look at it, though, we had four strikers yeah. and one was going to go and I don't think Abraham wasn't going to go abroad. If they were going to no. loan him, they would have loaned him to the yeah. Premier League, and, and they didn't. So for no me, it was dropping him down. Again. Always going to be Michi. Yeah, I just, I just think it's a real shame. I thought he was going to get his chance. You know, he, he looked good when he was at Borussia Dortmund on that loan spell. Do you think it's the ankle injury that's cost him? <laughs> If he'd have played all the way through to the end of the season in Germany like he was doing, I think he'd be staying. I think he'd be staying as well. Um, I just think it's he's probably the most natural goal scorer. Morata looks so bereft of confidence. But this at the moment, means, does ridiculous. it not, that Morata's going to be go, go start the season as the first choice number nine? Uh, yeah, he's, he's going to have to. Which I don't I think. think many people envisaged a few no. months ago. No, mm. and I think that I think that uh, you know Sarri really does like Abraham as well. You know, he's he's got a lot of faith in him. But I think Morata starts the season if he doesn't score in the first couple of games. Then you know, I think he's even looking to. Abraham over Giroud because I think he probably sees Giroud mm. as more of an impact. I'll be honest with you, chaps and chapes, <laughs> Alex. Um, I think that we'll, I know we're going to talk about this a lot later, but I think the one brick in the transfer window for us is that we haven't signed a proper, proper world class striker because Morata seriously isn't that. But if it comes down to Batshuayi or a choice between Batshuayi, who you know, I don't think is that impressive, and I and I and I know from people within the club doesn't take instructions particularly well. If it comes down to a choice between Batshuayi or Abraham, everybody's always going, "Oh, play to youth, play to youth, play to youth." Frankly, I, I'm not unhappy about it. Mm. I'd actually quite like to see Tammy Abraham given a chance, particularly if he's going to be third, fourth, third straight, fourth striker. Well, he said as well, hasn't he, that he wants 23, 24 players and he wants three or four of those to be youngsters. And that, for me, is fine. That means that he's going to have um, Hudson-Odoi, Ampadu, Tammy Abraham and Loftus-Cheek or whatever. And that he's going to... So, hang on, basically the pre-season boys. So, Tammy Abraham, Hudson-Odoi... Ampadu, Loftus Cheek. That's yeah. your four youngsters. Mm, I think so. Can you think of any? Not really, because mm. they've all been loaned out yeah. already, haven't they? Well, I'd, the ones. If the thing is now with the ones that are left, like with Loftus Cheek, I think he's. I was saying on something else earlier in the week that um, because of the short window and the short pre-season because of the World Cup, I know he brought himself back a week early. Um, 
effectively they've got to take a punt on him and not send him out they haven't really the guy probably hasn't seen enough of him but can't make the judgment calls so he's going to have to stay and if he doesn't get enough football then he'll go somewhere domestic mm. I mean, in he, January he did say that about Loftus-Cheek after one of the pre-season games I think it might have been the Arsenal game in Dublin about Loftus-Cheek mm. just basically saying that he hadn't seen enough of him so mm. well, you know, well, he obviously has been impressed but I like that we in that case he's kept him yeah. I know Loftus Cheek won't like it if he doesn't get any game time, but I like then that rather than just farm him out, which I think we would have done in the last few years. Well, it, it gets a few weeks, doesn't he, before the end of, of August to decide Loftus Cheek. He'll then be able to realise whether he's going to get any game time or, or not. Mm. But Chelsea fans, this is your opportunity to have your say this evening 729 Give us a ring. Uh, we can put you through to Love Sport Radio, and you can send us a tweet that is at Love Sport Radio. Lots more Chelsea chat coming next. I have to tell you, cricket, the poor man's baseball. Give it up, seriously. Love sport. I work for Said.com. We can help you save money on your home insurance. All you need to do is visit Said.com and find out if we can find you a better deal. The Pitbull is back and he wants to convert you. All the sports, all the news and none of the nonsense. The Brian Moore Sports Show drives you home weekdays from 4pm. Give him a try. Seriously, who puts cream on their scone before jam? People at TalkSport do. Losers. Wrong. Hashtag jam first. This is Love Sport. It's Love Sport Radio. This is your Chelsea fan show, Stamford Church. Alex Churchill, Ollie Harbord with us till 9pm. It is all things Chelsea. And we're talking kind of about the striker situation, straight into that. Um, you've got Avar Morata. I don't think many people thought that would happen as your, your first choice striker this year, particularly with now Betshuayi going out on loan. Olivier Giroud remains at the club, as does Tammy Abraham. But also we mentioned Ruben Loftus-Cheek. A really, really kind of interesting few weeks, I suppose, for him because we do still have this, this loan window. And it is an opportunity for Sari to have a close to look at him and decide who he wants because you've got N'Golo Kante haven't you as the the short starter in that midfield and I suppose kind of from there it's almost free reign with Fabregas Bakayoko Drinkwater um, and Loftus-Cheek I think with Drinkwater I think he's seeing him more as a a bit of a substandard obviously replacement for Jorginho when he's not available or mm. in mm. the cup competitions in the Europa League I think that's where he'll probably see Drinkwater play and then you're looking at Barkley and Kovacic fighting See, I forgot out for about Barkley then. Bar- well, Barkley's for me has uh, been one of the most exactly. impressive players. I don't see of Fabregas getting that much game time. I think you've got a him. lot of central midfield players. Yeah, but for Fabregas, I think his legs are gone in the system oh, that Surrey City wants to play. Game. Yeah, he was, he was all over. So him. off the pace. Mm. But that that you know, just to go back to to the Batshuayi thing for a second. I mean, that's another reason why I have a suspicion he's got loaned out, and I think that Sarri, even in the short time he would have seen him, would have realised that you know, for his system to work his strikers need to be footballers now I know that uh, Batshuayi's got a great record of scoring you know he's a goal scorer but he's a terrible footballer I mean he can trap it mm. further than I can kick it and, and he's <laughs> always out of position he's mm. always out of position no, they, they, he gets are, offside all the time those are criticisms that have been levelled at Batshuayi yeah. that you know mm. he, he's a goal scorer he's, he's good between the 18 yards. it sounds box, nuts doesn't it saying you don't want a goal scorer because obviously mm. you want somebody who's going to put the ball in the blooming onion bag but I think because of the way that Sarri wants to play and all the build up all the interchangeability that's possibly what's counted against him because Tammy Abraham technically is a very good footballer 
Oh. Is he though? Because yeah. this is the thing. Tammy Abraham burst onto the scene, didn't he? With a very, very good loan spell at Bristol City in the Championship, scored a lot of goals. Still a teenager, then went to Swansea on loan last season. Yeah. Started the season as did Swansea, particularly well. Got injured. Uh, yeah, but and, and then he kind of just. He, I thought he tailed off really, really badly. And, and to be honest, by the end of the season, because he got an England call up as well, mm. didn't he? If, yeah. if, we, if we remember rightly, for me, by the end of the season, I'd kind of changed my mind on Tammy Abraham and, and kind of come to the conclusion that maybe he wasn't. He or he didn't have the potential that I maybe thought he did eighteen months previous. He was the diff- with the poor side. Sorry, the diff- sorry. The difficulty was as well Paul Clement's departure. I think under yeah. Clement, you saw what Chelsea wanted Swansea yeah. to be doing with Tammy Abraham to further his development because yeah. he did really well in that he went out to League One, then he went out yeah. to the Championship, and then that was the next progression. And when Clement went and Swansea fell apart, it just didn't happen. And there's a m- lack of creativity in that Swansea side I mean any striker would have probably struggled to get a good amount of goals you know when they got rid of Sigurdsson there's just where where you're going to get your goals from midfield from where you're going to get the strikers getting their availability from in that midfield it was a real tough time to be and then he was injured yeah the change of manager absolutely and and they brought back IU as well Mm -hmm. um, from West Ham so that was a bit of a Mm -hmm. tough time for him when the more experienced player they're going to choose to start because obviously they're trying to get out of a relegation battle the two things that I think if you're looking at the four strikers that we had until yesterday evening if you want to play for Surrey you've got to be technically good and you've got to be potent mm. because if you're going to break like that and against some teams you're not going to get the opportunity you s- I mean, you've got to score if you get the chance and if you look mm. at the four mm. who's the least technical yeah. but that's my point yeah, and yeah. of course going back to, to your point Jake the one thing about all of the academy players from Chelsea they are all technically very good mm. that's been the most yeah. impressive thing I think about their development they may not have broken through but if you've watched any of the youth football these kids can play well they've They've, they've won everything technique. in front of them, haven't yeah, they? Yeah, but they've got great sides. technique, mm. you know. I mean, I, I, I'm old enough to have grown up with footballers who didn't have a right foot as well as a left foot. So, you know, it's a very different thing, and it's the modern way, and they're all trained and coached to play football and have good technique, and that's mm. what they have. So, I, 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 you know, given all of that, I would have rather have kept uh, a, uh, Abraham over about Shuai. Um, but you'd moved on from that, really. So I've kind of like, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm about five best. minutes behind everybody <laughs> else, really. Okay. I have been at the cricket all day. Give me a break. That's code for I've been on the sauce all day. Actually, do you know what? I was you fair, really good. Do you know, it's, I'll tell you the story. It's quite funny because, I mean, I do like a bit of champagne at Lord's, obviously. And I, I take my dad there. <laughs> you know, I take my dad there. You know, and it's our little oh. day out. I mean, I me and my dad. I wish great. you'd been on the radio with George Galloway instead of me nah, on Tuesday night. I said, hey, do you want a saucer of milk, mate? Yeah. It'd, it'd, it'd have punched me. It would have tried. It's too fat to have caught me up. Oh. Anyway, so uh, anyway, I like to take Dad there. So we we little boys day out, you know, and I, and I, I take a big picnic, you see, because mm. I, I think Dad gets the ticket sorted out. I deal with the food and the booze. And I had I had this bottle of champagne that we, we had yesterday that we couldn't drink because it rained so much, we just ended up going to a pub all day. So I said to Dad, I said, mate, it's going to start at 11 but I reckon it's going to rain soon and, and I'm not carrying this champagne around for another day I said we're drinking it and we're drinking it now and we just about had enough time to drink that bottle of champagne before it absolutely clattered down with rain and is we it, are your packed lunches for cricket my dad used to do the call box for cricket and do you know, it do you want to know what 90% is, beer and alcohol yeah. well, you can't and a do couple that. of mouldy sandwiches no you can't sandwiches. do that at Lord's now they only let you take in one bottle of, of wine or champagne is and that I think true for, yeah mm. yeah it's nasty do they get suspicious insidious. if you've got Evian 
around bottles full of well, that's, <laughs> yeah. clearly. No, but that's what, people who, that's what people do. They kind of take an, a lemonade bottle and fill it with vodka or gin well, in No, there's case. all these new, these girly things where you can fill it with alcohol and you can hide it in like a glasses case. Have you seen the advert yes, on I Facebook? Have, yeah, have, it's have, vile or a it's tampon vile. case it's or whatever and you can vile. hide it. That's for festivals. Isn't yeah, it? yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, do you want to know what I take in my picnic hamper? <laughs> I, I, t- I think you'll want to know, I know, because I know the listeners want to know because they don't really want to talk about Chelsea for two hours, really. Do they? Ollie's looking at me. Ollie's looking at me saying. Ollie's looking at me saying. Yes, Chitch. That's why you asked me. You idiot. I'll be very quick. Dodo eggs. No, no dodo eggs. A salad. Salmon salad. Salmon. Big piece of salmon and some salad. Little little rolls from Marks and Spencer. Always very strong cheese and biscuits and a massive massive pork pie with mustard i'm about as disappointed in you right now as i was when i saw a well, picture of well, maratta well, blow drying his well, wife's I'm, hair I'm, I'm disappointed that you're disappointed <laughs> and as a protest i'm going to talk about chelsea for the rest of the show yeah do you know what Let, let's, let's, works. Look at let's talk chelsea takes the gig on no what have i walked into <laughs> it's not just he's now he's secretly messaging aaron well, yeah, yeah aaron, he's, aaron, he's watching the football you didn't playing. tell me about this <laughs> <laughs> no look. well no i've not been on when you've been on before you haven't i know i feel has been, there has been a press conference today. Um, Sorry, speaking English was he? Yeah, yeah, and, and pretty good. We'll, 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 we'll get good, all, we'll get all of that. Um, we'll, we'll find out kind of the top lines from that after this break on Love Sport Radio. Yeah, go soccer ball. I love soccer ball, truly do. Yep, go the Brits. Five five eight a.m. Love Sport. The Fans Show on Love Sport with Seven OTB.com. Play your way to one million pounds. London's lunchtimes have just got tastier. He's a familiar face and isn't afraid to chat about the right stuff. Kevin O'Sullivan on Love Sport. Weekdays from 1. When looking for the best possible deal for his car insurance, Jim went on a spokesmansaid.com and saved hundreds. I'm Jim. I'm a radio presenter based in Glasgow. I couldn't believe how expensive the car insurance for our Citroen C4 Picasso was going to be from my existing insurer. I went on a spokesman said and saved an incredible £600. Just amazing. Signing up to a spokesman said, best thing I could have done. Find quotes from over 100 leading insurance providers at a spokesmansaid.com. Getting real people, real savings. Compare, switch and save with a spokesmansaid.com. 7bestbets.com If you are looking for good odds with a simple-to-use app, visit 7bestbets.com. As a new customer, you will receive great welcome offers. We cover all sports, as well as an online casino and full range of virtual sports. If that's not enough, regular customers benefit from loyalty bonuses too. 7bestbets.com Please gamble responsibly. Visit GamblerWare for more details. St John Ambulance, the volunteers who help make sport happen across the nation. My favourite St John Ambulance memory is when you treat a patient and look after a relative when they're in need and several weeks later they come back to that football match or to that event and say thank you. Essex's largest windows, doors and conservatory retailer, SEHBAC, are looking to recruit experienced installers following further expansion of the business. Based in Essex, we can guarantee you full-time work at competitive rates of pay. SEHBAC for your windows, doors and conservatories. SEHBAC, 0800 For more details, visit sehbac.com slash careers. Tottingham? Is that a thing? Oh, really? Tottingham Hotspurs. Grand. Texans will love it. 100%. 
This is Love Sport. Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict seven results. Win seven figures. It's the Chelsea Fan Show on Love Sport Radio. Jake Watson with you until 10pm this evening with the Chelsea guys on until 9pm. Um, Ollie, we're just talking about the, the press conference. It, it happened today. Sari doing it in English. Yeah. Which, which is... Was it that the first time for no, him? No, no. He's, he's been doing it in pre-season. Uh, he just didn't do it for the unveiling. Okay. Uh, he did an Italian translation for the unveiling. He does have a translator next to him, but she just does the... She translates the questions for him so he knows what's being okay. said. But his English is actually pretty good. So what, what were kind of the top lines from today? Because is it the first time he's properly spoken since the Courtois, Kepa, Kovacic happened? Yeah, I mean, he sort of deflected it on Tuesday night after the Leon Naturally. game pre-season. He deflected everything about Courtois and Kepa for that. So he did go into it a bit more. He obviously made it... You know, he said that Courtois had made it clear he wants to go back to Real Madrid. He's very happy to have Kepa um didn't confirm whether he will start tomorrow. He sort of said that, you know, he, he's not, not going to be Rob sure Green, yet. is it? Well, yeah, it's either like <laughs> Green, <laughs> Caballero or... Uh, Shootout hero against Leon. Th- well, to be honest, I think Martin Bolker might even be number three over Rob Green at the moment. But, um, yeah, so there was that. And then the captaincy as well was another issue. He did he confirm mm. that Asper Laqueta will be captain tomorrow. Really? But he did say that it won't be... That's not a guarantee for the season, just that tomorrow. Which makes me why, think Why did he things. say that? Well, just said he wants to get to know everyone. Yeah, he? he said he wants to get to know everyone, wants to see what they're like. I think as well that might mean that Hazard might be on the bench tomorrow. That's a little... Mm, I don't know. Okay. You just get a little indication yeah, yeah, from sure. it that maybe that Hazard might be on the bench and because and, there was a lot of talk about Hazard taking on the captaincy. I think it's pretty much almost nailed on that it won't be Cahill this year. Well, I think it, it'll yeah. either be Aspie or uh, Hazard. Sorry. I don't particularly care if Hazard's not captain I don't want him to faff around is doing he, that is he captain I want, material? No I want him to do nothing but think about being awesome yeah, I don't want to think about him marshalling everybody else I think Dave I disagree can I tell you why? What? No, I want to know. Only why if I can say first that yeah, yeah. he he shrinks back into himself when he's not having a good day and a captain can't do that like a turtle's head Yes Um <laughs> <laughs> Why are you all laughing? Oh, filthy minds. You have filthy minds. I'll tell you why I would have Hazard as captain. It's not just because it might be some sort of an inducement to make him stay at the club. I think he proved, as captain of Belgium, that he can do it and he can be a leader by uh, example. And also, I think it would give him the responsibility that he needs because I think, you know, in spite... I mean, he's been our best player for a long time but the, the criticism that we often have about him is that there are some games where he just doesn't fancy it or doesn't turn up and I think giving him the responsibility of having to be the leader, mm. having to lead by example, will, will actually make mm. him do that's a, that. That's a really but interesting he's point. he's the joker. Tips. No, it's an interesting point because... Thank you, Jake. The, no, <laughs> I already like you the, better the, than there's, there's a seamless link going on right here if you, if you let me do it. There's another player who is in a similar, similar boat, Paul Pogba at Manchester United, oh. who has been given the captaincy this evening, and we're going to hear really? from Jose Mourinho right That's now, and, and telling yeah. you the reasons why he's decided to do that. All right. Uh, last season, he was uh, uh, captain a few, a few times. The captain is Valencia. Valencia is not um, is not here, and Paul is one of the options. Uh, third season in the club, uh, made in in the academy understands the club the culture of of the club good relation with the with the boys in the in the dressing room and a good example today of putting himself available to try to help the team because I, I think with, with paul pogba 
giving him the captaincy would actually bring something extra out of him. And he, I feel like he'd be the kind of player that, you know, if you give him a bit more responsibility, mm. it kind of, it, you know, it makes him play better. Whereas with Eden Hazard, I think that that would be too much for him. And, and like you say, Alex, I think he just needs to concentrate on being him. Well, that and he's the class clown as well. And he likes being the class clown. He He's the prankster. Oh. He's the one that makes everyone laugh. I don't think he's serious enough in temperament. I see your point. You could try and coax something he more out of him. He did it at Belgium. I mean, I think my point is is that we have evidence that he can do it. And I tell you what, captaining that bunch of waffle munchers is a dance sight <laughs> harder than it is captaining <laughs> Chelsea. Look, I mean, you know how much they whinge and whine when they're with us. Put them all so, together. Yeah, we'll get to point. my favourite whinging Belgian yeah. later on. So I, I, I think, ready he's, for that I think one. he's proven that he can do it. Let's. Can we talk to be sensible? Go on, Ollie. No, I, I kind of see both points of the argument. Here's me sitting on the fence massively. I mean, I, I, I actually personally think... <laughs> all right, I don't Switzerland think, over there in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't think it'll matter too much who's captain. I think both are very, very good candidates. I think David, obviously, is going to play regularly. Um, you know, he's going to probably play, obviously, in the right-back position most of the season. Um, and I think that... Hazard's going to play regularly as well. I do absolutely agree, though, that it could bring something out of him being the captain. It could it could make those moments when he wants to shy away or mm-hmm. is not in the That's game as my, much my come idea. out more. Yeah. Maybe. Um, and the other side of it is that Dave is, is you know he's the heart on the sleeve man, isn't he? He's the guy that's going to get the little it engine he's, that could. Isn't yeah, he? absolutely. He's the he's last gonna... kind of remnant of what we would like to call Chelsea from you exactly, know a yeah. few years ago, really, when they when they would walk through a brick wall for the club. And I, I love him for that. I think I, I wonder if you know because Sarri is an Italian manager, and we know that Italian managers don't really set much stall by captaincy, do they? They, they mm. famously tend to just choose the most experienced or the oldest player. Mm. And I thought it was really interesting, actually, that William was uh, chosen as the captain against Lyon in the week mm. because I think, actually, on, on that pitch, on that day, he was the most experienced and the oldest yeah. player. And I thought, oh, that's why he's given him the captaincy. And then. Fabregas was for a lot of the pre- yeah. early pre-season yeah. games when the yeah. other guys, when Dave wasn't back. Well, ca- you know, Fabregas is the Chelsea pensioner, isn't he, really? <laughs> he absolutely <laughs> is, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's do Courtois. Let's do Kepa. Let's do Kovacic. Um, it was a very bu- busy couple of days in the build-up to transfer deadline day. It wasn't actually that busy on the day. They managed to get all the dealings done fairly swiftly, and it went plenty of time. And they got themselves a world record goalkeeper. We're going to talk about that next on Love Sport Radio. Russia has the best gas. Seriously, I have the best gas. Believe me. Just ask my wife. Love Sport Breakfast with Ian Stone. I go online. Every time I go online, there's a now video coming up. All videos seem now. <laughs> I've got to be honest. Everything, everything seems loud. I went to see Interstellar. Have you seen that? Yeah. One. That's a very loud film. Oh, my God. It's so loud. I was thinking, wow. in, in space, they can't hear you scream. I'm not surprised. <laughs> I can't hear anybody. I can't hear a thing. It's too loud. I sat, I sat there. Honestly, I sit there. Most I go, turn it down, will you? Weekdays from 6.30am. It's the Chelsea Fan Show on Love Sport Radio. Jake Watson with you till 9pm with these guys. Then it's the Millwall Fan Show, 9 till 10pm this evening. Chelsea have broke the world record, which stood for all of a few weeks um, by signing Kepa. I can't say his surname. Stealing the Scousers' thunder. From Athletic Bilbao, the Spanish goalkeeper for a 22-year-old guy. Um, Ollie, what's kind of been the feeling within the kind of the, the media guys and the manager because you, you you've you've seen them since this news broke um big news yeah big news i mean uh he had a, an unveiling 
on uh, Thursday on the press on deadline day, which was nothing great. like Santi Cazorla's though. No, nothing no, like I've that. Seen that. Which is very odd. It was an odd move for Chelsea, but obviously it coincided quite nicely about an hour after Courtois gave his own in in Real Madrid. So I think they were probably set that up quite nicely. We'll get to that in a yeah. minute. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, he he seems like a very relaxed guy. Obviously young, but he seemed very confident in himself. He was you know basically said the world record fee isn't going to you know affect him he doesn't feel any pressure about it he just wants to do the best possible job you know it all seemed something of a mess I guess a little bit in a way we all knew for quite yeah. a while that Courtois was going to be leaving well, I mean, well that's, that's the thing because there were rumblings for a, not not even months maybe a couple of years where well, we, it's always been inevitable that he was going he, he, he's been saying for a long time that he wasn't going to sign a new contract mm. or, or certainly Chelsea knew they were struggling to get that contract signed so do you get the impression that this Kepa deal because it did happen really quickly do you think that this was always the backup. This is always what they had in the back of their mind if Courtois left. Or was this a matter of, oh God, he's leaving. We need someone. Who is out there? What do we need to pay? Who's interested in coming? Well, it's, it was quite interesting what Kepa said himself because he said he knew about the interest from Chelsea a couple of weeks ago when okay. he came back from But that uh, wasn't the, the beginning Cup. of the interest. It had been going on before yeah. he came back as yeah, well. Yeah, but obviously Athletic, they're not a club that need to haggle over money because they only get players from the Basque region anyway Absolutely. so what are they going to do with the money notoriously so, hard to deal with exactly so if you look at like the guys like Laporte I think who went to Man City he, they had to pay his release clause and you know now Chelsea have had to pay Kepa's uh, release clause as well so yeah I think it's, an in- it's a really interesting move I think you know out of all the choices that are out there at the moment, the only other guys that you were talking about maybe were Butland, Pickford, but then he's only just gone to Everton. Donnarumma, who's obviously a young mm. keeper, he would have gone for big yeah, money but as Ollie, well. So. Ollie, I think that's the point, and I, w- I would disagree with Jake about that. I think uh, the fact that, I mean, I, I, to be honest, I didn't know who he was, and, and most of the Chelsea supporters I know had no idea who he was. Does that not scare you to know you've spent 80 million years no, on someone no, no, you hadn't heard yeah, of? It's, no, ma- it yeah, but this is the point. It doesn't matter whether I know who they are. <laughs> You know, and I think actually most of the the rumours of the goalkeepers that we were in for or should have been in for is just lazy, lazy journalism. Uh, Pickford, oh, he had a good World Cup. Oh, they must be in for him. Butland, we were interested in about three or four years ago, and so on, so on, so on. So the fact that that Kepper turns up out of the blue, nobody predicted it, tells me that the club have had their eye on him for quite a while. I did say in my blog as well that if my mum had put a pair of gloves on, the press would have linked him, linked her with (laughs) Chelsea, because that's it. It's like when you when you know that they had already been like. A month ago, we're showing interest and putting bids in on Rodney or Dave too or Bob, <laughs> as he's already been dubbed. Um, but actually, every single other rumor you read in the paper was. Can we a just pile call him junk. Kevin? Why Kevin? Well, because at least it's close to Kepper, isn't it? And if you if we can't say Arizaga blah blah blah. Although there know. was a good song, we've now got two days. We've now got two Daves. Two Daves. We'll call this one Rodney. We've now got two days. Okay, that's quite, quite good. Funny. I like that. <laughs> I used to like Copyright, that. Copyright Trenter. I used to like that song. We've got two Mario's. Remember that? <laughs> no. Oh, when we had Mario um, Stanich, Melchior, and Melchior, and Mario Melchior, we had two Mario's. But go back, going, okay, going back to Sorry, Kepa, yes, you, you have digressed. But go, going back to Kepa, it, it's felt, um, particularly the last year, that Chelsea, or, or the, 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 the word from the club was that they weren't perhaps able to compete financially or they were going down a slightly different direction to, to the Manchester clubs. And people were looking at Liverpool as well this summer and saying they were spending you know, these, these huge amounts of money. So were you not surprised to see then Chelsea spend 80 million euros not at all you're both, no, both no. shaking your heads uh, just because well, I, they weren't willing you, to spend it on Conte were they yeah, yeah. so that, that's what it was that's that, what the, money, the no, money was there I wasn't actually mm. no I, I think <laughs> I think there's absolutely no doubt that Chelsea have, have, a, have got a far more uh, frugal 
uh, strategy in the transfer market per se. Um, a lot of that's to do with that they seem to be on this one-man crusade or one-club crusade to adhere to FFP when nobody else is. <laughs> but it's been one in, one out for a while. But this Kepa deal is interesting because the reality is they bought him for what thirty-five million. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, basically they've sold, they've sold. Courtois. Yeah, they've offset, yeah, yeah. they've offset Courtois, and they've also got him on a six-year deal. And the reality seven, of that's seven, seven, sorry, seven-year. Seven well, even better, seven-year deal, which means they amortise his fee over seven years for the balance sheet. So actually, from a financial point of view, it's not like <gasps> panic. Let's go and spend a hundred million quid now. You know, it's not like mm. that. Chelsea have got very smart with doing deals like that in the last five years, and they've definitely moved the club away. Because I mean, if you think about it, when they, you know, when Roman turned up, they were very much like City. It was spend as much money as you can yeah. on as mm. good players as you can, and but it worked. I, and it did work, but it propelled them to where they needed to be. And after they got there, they've definitely changed tack strategically and financially. I think. And would you? Would you? now kind of deem the day where you lost Courtois you know, to Real Madrid because you don't go to Real Madrid unless you're, you're a bad goalkeeper and, and then whilst people can be disagreement with the way that Courtois went about it and unhappy with the way he went about things nobody can deny he is, he is a top goalkeeper but would you would you deem that day where Courtois went there you brought Kepper in but also got Kovacic overall as a successful kind of deal yeah. Jake before before the window ended of that last on last week's show I said it would be a good transfer market for us if we keep Hazard William and Kante and yeah. Courtois went hmm. You know, I mean, we'd already got Jorginho by then. The thing about because that was more important to keep hold of them. So I think, given what you've said, I think it is a good window for us. The thing about Courtois is, while he's very good, he's not. He wasn't a likable individual by any means, and he was not as good as he thought he was. And I, I haven't done it, but I've seen a lot of people dig out and point out the amount of big games he cost us. Mm. Is this not something th- fans well, say, though, when, no, when it's players very, leave it their clubs? No, it doesn't feel the same. It doesn't feel like bitterness. It just feels like now he doesn't play for us, you mm. haven't got to be polite about him anymore, so you can <laughs> say it. Yeah. I mean, I stood outside the ground collecting for charity and telling people I was collecting money to buy him a plane ticket to Spain a year and a half ago because I was sick of hearing his moaning. Yeah. Mind you, the thing is, Alex, had he crossed his legs... Yeah. <laughs> you know, he'd probably still be playing. Exactly. For us. Well, this is the thing, and I really, I in more ways than one. Balked when his agent started playing the Chelsea big bad Chelsea, trying to keep a man away from his kids. And I thought, well, you weren't thinking about the kids when you caused what sent them back to Madrid in Indeed. the first place, because mm. you're a rat bag. He is a rat bag. Yeah. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly, allegedly about just, it. Just for the sake of for love the sport, sake yes. of love sport, he's allegedly you, a rat bag. But if he hadn't, if <laughs> if he'd have been thinking of his kids in the first place he wouldn't I'm, I'm sorry I just had no sympathy by the end of it when he was going down the kids 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 thing and as if it was the whole but, but England Alex, on six figures Alex, a week you know I, I, he's not a likeable character of no. that there is no doubt he has clearly upset Chelsea supporters yeah, yeah. of that there is no doubt are they overreacting and getting all you know aerated about it absolutely they are is it pointless? Yes. Yeah. I there just, is there is no gone. there is no such thing as loyalty. I the, the piece I've done for Ollie uh, today absolutely goes into this. There's no such thing as loyalty in professional football. We we owe them nothing, they owe us nothing. We are deluded, I'm afraid, in a wonderful kind of childlike naivety mm. to think that they uh, have as much love for Chelsea as we all do. But Ollie, I would think- you agree that across the board fans attitude is if you don't want to be at my club then get stuck oh absolutely absolutely. but I also think what hasn't helped him is is the fact that Hazard has been at the same time in this transfer window with Hazard and the Real Madrid Mm. links because the way that both players have dealt with it would be very very different and you know so 
it has odd in a way he must he must have in some of him wanted to go to madrid he's 27 oh, now yeah, yeah, yeah. playing champions yeah. league and all that well, he so why, acted why like a professional because chelsea have said no on the on the feet they're putting a massive price on it real madrid don't want to pay i think fee. he'll go next year but we've been I, saying this I'm, this for years can yeah, it, that's, that's a point. great point can i bring you up on that because we're talking about no loyalty you know within football we're talking about the fact that we're not disappointed to see Courtois leave. Eden Hazard openly said this summer and has done in previous windows that he wants to go to Real Madrid. That you know this is maybe a good time for him to leave. But Chelsea fans absolutely love Eden Hazard. Because so you, the loyalty is blinded by the fact that you think he's a good footballer. No, it's no, not at all. The way Hazard, I know, but the way Hazard conducts himself, yeah. it, it comes is respectfully and professionally. And he says, "I've always had a dream to play in Spain. I've been at Chelsea seven years now. Mm. I've won everything there is to win at Chelsea." and if I was going to move I'm not just trying to get more money I'm not in it for anything like that I've always had a dream to play for Real Madrid and mm. I'd like to realise that one day and you can empathise with that and you honest. can understand it as a grown up because it's honest Courtois started complaining the instant he had yeah. to come back from loan and Atletico and he's not stopped complaining since he's a PR nightmare he mm. opens his mouth and just waffle like comes legs, out yeah. really. Both <laughs> waffle comes out of his I, gob I do think it might have been slightly different if Zidane had still been Real Madrid manager yeah. because yeah. Hazard has this dream of playing for Zidane as well and that's yeah. the thing if so that was the specific that was yeah. the time Chelsea fans I, I wouldn't worry because Zidane will be Chelsea's manager I well, suspect next season yeah. <laughs> but no it was definitely he wanted to play for Zidane at yeah. Real so I did a little jig when Zidane yeah. left didn't we all I did one too <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah I've got I've got more questions about this I do think it's a really interesting one in, in the differing situations and why why Chelsea fans feel differently about the two players um, Hazard and Courtois we'll continue this chat um, this is the Chelsea fan show uh, if you've got an opinion on those guys please do get in touch 0208 70 20 558 or tweet us at love sport radio listening to five live is like going to a soccer game and not having a pie at halftime disappointing this is love sport the fan show on love sport with 7otb.com predict seven results win seven figures this is lionel another very happy person who saved themselves money at a spokesman said.com i'm lionel from peace haven i took note of what the spokesman said and i saved 484 pounds per year on my energy i found a spokesman said was so easy to follow and it saved me 484 pounds on my energy and i would recommend everybody does the same a spokesman said.com getting real people real savings Compare home energy quotes from the UK's biggest suppliers to find out if you can save money. Compare, switch and save with a spokesman said.com. Fighting for you, saving you money. 7bestbets.com If you are looking for good odds with a simple-to-use app, visit 7bestbets.com. As a new customer, you will receive great welcome offers. We cover all sports, as well as an online casino and full range of virtual sports. If that's not enough, regular customers benefit from loyalty bonuses too. 7bestbets.com Please gamble responsibly. Visit GamblerWare for more details. You love your sport, but it can be a pain organising it. 
Endless phone calls, emails and text messages, organising players and collecting money can all be a headache. What you need is Teamer.net, the free sports app that'll help you manage your team's events, communicate effectively as a team and now you can collect money simply and securely via Teamer payments. Relied upon by 2 million members, Teamer is available for free on desktop, Android and iPhone. 1.7 seconds, it's over in a flash. This is the average view time of a video ad on a mobile device. Money worth spent, don't you think? Mark Pritchard, Chief Brand Officer of Procter & Gamble, the world's biggest advertiser, has said that digital ads are annoying people with too much frequency. So, digital media, stick your algorithms up your... Anyway, radio is different. The average listener tunes in for over 21 hours every week. Your potential customers are listening right now. Grow your business with Love Sport Radio. London. More than we've ever seen before, KFC rip-offs. Seriously, more than ever. Love sport. Love sport. With 7OTB.com. Predict 7 to net a million. It's the Chelsea Fan Show on Love Sport Radio. Stanford Chairs, Alex Churchill, Ollie Harbour joining me until 9 at pm. The Premier League does kick off this evening. It's at Old Trafford, Manchester United versus my team, Leicester City. Uh, we will give you updates as and when those goal goes in, depending on whether they come from the boys in blue. <laughs> <laughs> Have you got any money on Harry Maguire scoring? I haven't, but if you if you want to stick some money on something, the safe money is, of course, for Jamie Vardy to, to come off the bench and score right. because yeah. all he does is score against teams in the, yeah. in, in the top yeah. six. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's what he does. And yeah. throw himself on the floor. He's, <laughs> he wins a lot of penalties and he wins yeah, yeah, yeah. Them, wins the ones where no fairly. one touches him. Not true. Love it. Not true. He's the master at winning a penalty and he does it He does it fairly every single time. So I won't have you say a bad <laughs> word about Jamie Vardy <laughs> on my show. But that kicks off at 8pm. I am very, very excited. That mood may well change throughout the <laughs> yeah. evening. But yeah, look, I want to go back to the Courtois and, and Eden Hazard debate we were having. Mm. Um, Chelsea fans quite pleased to see Thibaut Courtois leave to, to join Real Madrid. Well, I don't know. I mean, you know, he's a very, very good goalkeeper. Yeah, he is. He won the Golden Gloves at the World Cup. For and he had, a ve- he had a very, very good So I'm not, I'm not pleased to see a, a goalkeeper of that calibre go. Mm. I'm not pleased to see the guy that Chelsea got rid of Petr Cech for yeah. and invested... You know their time and patience with because they Absolutely. thought they were going to get ten years out of him. I'm not pleased about that. But I'm. But pleased. like Alex said, if he doesn't want to be at Chelsea, I don't want him to be there either. Yeah, you know? I'm pleased. I don't have to listen to him moan about yeah. being at but, Chelsea. But the anymore. issue is, is what, which I'm bringing you up on is that I feel that Eden Hazard has probably been more outspoken than Thibaut Courtois ha- has done over the le- over the years. You're going to get lynched across this table it. in a not minute. Uh, <laughs> not, not, not a problem at all. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's bigger than you. Alex. I'm going to come at you like a spider monkey. You'll, you'll be biting his ankles. <laughs> <laughs> the big mistake Courtois made was that he went on strike and obviously refused yeah. to come back and train. But I believe that he did that because he knew that that Real Madrid was seriously interested and this was just to push it over the line and he didn't want to that to run that risk of that deal not happening this summer mm. because he was desperate for it to happen. I believe that was just the last instance of him behaving like I, a spoiled I, brat. But I believe that if it'd been the other way around and Eden Hazard knew that Real Madrid was seriously interested and, and the fee that Chelsea had quoted Real Madrid to, to, to buy him and they were willing to pay it, 
I would not have been in any way surprised if Eden Hazard had behaved exactly the same way as Thibaut Courtois did. So I don't know why no, don't he wouldn't. Towards the two are different. He wouldn't. What, different how, what, why, why are you so sure about different that? Because they've people, both Jay. been with us for yeah. six, seven mm. years. Different characters. We know our players, and one of them has gradually ground us into the dirt with his yapping. One of them's a big-nosed Belgian waffle muncher. <laughs> yeah. And the, and the other, other one, isn't. the other one is a god. No, it's got nothing to do with how good they are. So I don't know if Ollie agrees, but they're very different people. Yeah, they have been. I think you, the, the way the guys are covered in the press, you know, Courtois yeah. has had a lot of, of, of bad press, and I feel that people don't. But talk he about brings it all in on himself, though. But, it, but, it but kind he, of he's also been very by, open about wanting to leave. But he's kind of summed it up by his, his unveiling and and some of the stuff he's done for in that kissing the badge as yeah. well. And it's not just that's not just Chelsea fans. That's get, Atletico get, fans. Yeah, don't get me well. wrong. I, and, I get it. I get it. And he kind of on one hand he's saying how much he loves Atletico fans, and then he's going kissing the Real Madrid badge, and you kind of go. What? What? Oh, what? Just what? Vile. <laughs> he has. Just he has very... what we say in the trade. He has no self-awareness. No. Yeah. I think... And it's actually it's something his dad has tried to get into him because it's not just in terms of how he deals with the press it's how he deals with fans as well he's notoriously bad for dealing with fans yeah. he's rude um he get he got into that altercation with someone as well didn't he because he if you're at the ground then i'm sorry but you're at work and he just has a knack for peeing people off he just is good at it and he just he he's got no self-awareness arrogant. with fans with media he's arrogant egotistical and eden hazard is none of those things well, i mean the, the press boys i mean I, I i'm sure one of you guys i talked to said that he he's he's infamously walked straight past the press am i right in that well to in be fair zone? to him he's, he's done a few uh he's one of uh, quite si- simon he's quite good with he, he does speak to simon simon's big though standards. so something like <laughs> get in the way you got know. no choice yeah, yeah i mean look it's, it's things like after the World Cup when he sort of made suggestions that if his contract offer from Chelsea was higher that he might stay. It's little things like that which really yeah. kind of But it thinking, was the first thing he said on getting to Real yeah. is, oh I'm going to make Edin come and join me. Or oh, like, you've like, gone yeah. and I still want to slap your face. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Love yeah. sport does not <laughs> <contain> violence. <laughs> <laughs> Apart from a courtois. Yeah. But sometimes, you know, it's like war, isn't it, Jake? Have you sometimes war is justifiable. <laughs> Have you, know? you heard about what Atletico fans are planning? No, well, you, you told me. So, yeah, <laughs> so apparently you can buy a stuffed rat for one euro in Ikea Spain and they're going to buy them all and um, throw them at his goal when he comes back so I think I'm I'm not going to slap him I'm not I've mm. never slapped anyone hurry up it's only a euro yeah I'm going to put a collection <laughs> pot I'm going to give Marco a collection pot at the Arsenal game so that Chelsea fans can contribute to the rap fund oh, for it. when he goes back fund. well because there's videos of him singing anti-Real Madrid songs and he's sort of he just yeah, to them he's yeah. a big nose traitor and yeah. to us he's just a big I mean, nose I'll tell you what if he thinks we're hard work well, I know he's got another when he gets pelted with cuddly head. toys yeah. the, the it's, it's not quite the pig's head that Luis Figo was yeah. you know what, what the treatment yeah. he got when yeah. he, he crossed the Barcelona Real Madrid here's a question Madrid. for you Jake go right. on. you know we, we've all, we all go to football you know we, we you couldn't even get a bottle of water into Stamford Bridge how does some bloke get a whole pig's head <laughs> into know. a ground that but, was it, incredible. but it's, it's the same with flares that if you go to any kind of festival in gig it's like oh but I, a pig's I, head, I've man. had to empty my pockets. How has how has people gotten flares into these places? <laughs> well, but yeah, that's quite easy. But I'm, I'll tell you how. Oh, is it? Off, off air, I'll tell you. <laughs> Thank how. you. I've been wondering uh, for not, years. Not, but we, not that Love Sport condones pyrotechnics at a football ground. But how do you get a pig's head in there? It's wrong. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it was an inside job. Well, no, that's be. because it's just like when you go to grounds and all the stewards are fans of the club yeah, and they think, yeah. yeah, go on, chuck it at him. Yeah, yeah. 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 Who knows? Probably I didn't let you in with this. Yeah, Kovacic. 
let's let's talk about him mm. he was part of this deal we, we've kind of yeah. done Kepa and Courtois now let, 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 let's draw a line under that yeah. one we're happy overall we're happy, yeah, with, we're with, happy. With, that, with that deal Kovacic is a little bit of a bonus isn't it because that, that deal we would have taken regardless and he, he's a superb central midfield player yeah he is the, I think the one downside on it from what yes. I've been told is that there's no buyout there's no there's buyout, no buyout. Boo, so, I didn't know that effectively so, training so basically you're, you're training up a Real Madrid player for the year rather than maybe giving the chance to Loftus-Cheek or bringing on Bakayoko for another year Okay, not well, isn't, well isn't, but, isn't Bakayoko going to AC Milan yeah probably, so he, yeah. he's probably going to head out to AC Milan but but it, it does prevent another player from coming well, through ba- at, or Barkley for yeah. example giving him another year this was my so. worry Ollie because when I saw that whilst I'm thinking yeah you know he's probably a good player so that's good for but, us but, but, no, but is he going to keep Loftus-Cheek or Barkley no, out there's no buyout clause in it but it doesn't necessarily mean no, that Chelsea can't buy him yeah. I mean if it does all work out it'd for just the best. be like that De La Feo deal that went around and around for years before the Barcelona finally let go yeah and Watford <laughs> have got him now so yeah. you know it, it, it could happen in the end yeah I think he's a really talented player I think they need to get him back to his inter days when he was really at the top of his game mm-hmm. and if he can do that then I think he's a player that could for Sarri could really fit into that system but where does he normally play well he's going to play this has a been higher his, up this has been his problem that when Kovacic came through many regarded him as one of the most exciting midfield players in the world and you don't play for Inter Milan and, and Real Madrid for, for the time that he has done at the age that he still is mm. if you are not a supremely gifted footballer but the problem is that as a number 10 he didn't score enough or assist enough he's a number 10 no he initially started out as you know as a, a more mm. forward forward player midfield player but didn't score enough and didn't get enough assists so no he, although he was still you know a very good player so they tried playing in kind of a, a deeper line playmaking role but he perhaps wasn't tactically aware enough to play in that mm. position so this is the, the the problem that he found not in to Milan because he was, he was still their best player but at Real Madrid why he wasn't able to nail down a position was because nobody quite knew which mm-hmm. his best position was which I actually think is a good thing when you look at the, the, the Chelsea side because you have N'Golo Kante there who it doesn't matter what position you play yeah. because he's going to do that job that, of, of three men yeah. you know, he, will, he will do that and he, he allows everyone around him almost the freedom tactically to not quite I, be I on I almost it. see the tears from I here. know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> when they brought him on against Leon if I was there I would have licked the weirdest his head thing, the weirdest thing about N'Golo Conte is he's so good yeah. I've actually almost forgotten he ever played for Leicester oh, <laughs> honestly so joke. I'm not actually that upset about it I, I, but I, I think N'Golo Conte is incredible like anyone does yeah. but I think that Kovacic playing in a mid field three with Kante and say Jorginho could actually work for him significantly better yeah. than playing in a Real Madrid midfield where maybe he would be that there'd be more reliance on him to, to, to offer more either going forward or defensively mm. so I think the Kovacic deal would work but I, my, my fear is that you are effectively training up a player who they're going to demand mm. 80 million quid well, for when he has a great news. season it's bad news for Barkley at the moment because that is the sort of position the only fighting mm. position that Barkley's well, and, 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 and Loftus-Cheek loft loft cheek. as well that's and the Fabregas answer. but I don't care about yeah, Fabregas I, re- I really think Fabregas is just going to be an impact yeah. player he's going to be one He's I mean, going to come off the He's going to be the first, the, like, the the first year on the, on the Conte. I think that's yeah. where you're going to see I, 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 Quite Wait. rude. Clearly my unconscious is coming out, but I was quite rude about Fabregas. And I like Fabregas, but I think Fabregas has had his day. Which, to be honest, you know. I think he... He must know that because he's now he's stayed for the last year of his deal, yeah. and we've let him to just run his contract yeah. down. Because he must know he's not going to get these wages anywhere else now. Exactly. And he's made the conscious decision to stay here and bank them. Fight for his place. 
or bank the wages for the next <laughs> season because he's got like 50 kids now. Is he really? I don't know. His Instagram's just covered in children. It unnerves <laughs> me. But um, yeah, it's so. It's, I, like, he's, the, it's like the cockerel and Peter Rabbit yeah. the film. So, <laughs> which I recommend to viewers, listeners, anyway. Actually. So, anyway, yeah, he's made the choice. He could go somewhere and play football or he could stay at Chelsea one more year and get the money and he's chosen the money and I don't have a problem with that but he must know I yeah. mean there's no point him blocking Chelsea well, writers because they give him 5 out of 10 it's really interesting isn't it because this is the gripe I mean this is the other interesting thing about the transfer window that we haven't really touched on Ollie but you know I'm, I was getting a bit fed up with what I, I've now ascribed uh, the bed blockers at Chelsea so either you know Squad players who aren't really good enough for the first team, Danny Drinkwater, come on down. Um, <laughs> That's you know, legend. Or ones that are getting Love too him. old, who are keeping out, you know, some of these talented youth. I mean, I, I for example, Barkley. I, I really hope Barkley oh. makes it at Chelsea. I think there's a talented footballer in there somewhere. I don't see when it he's, happening. Well, well it, whatever. Got to stay I, fit this season. I, I get that, but I still think there's a talented footballer in there. Mm, there is. You know, waiting to come out. Loftus Cheek, the great hope of Chelsea Football Club. I, I really desperately want to see him at least be given a chance, mm. you know, and, and we need to get rid of some of these bed blockers if that's happening. And I am a bit worried about Ko- Kovacevic coming in because he's clearly going to block that path for Barkley or Loftus-Cheek or both of them. Can and, I just say, though, that if you're good enough and yeah. you want it enough, you will get there. And I get... I'm just li- like us, Alex. I'm, exactly. I'm <laughs> a little bit like... Hudson Adoy is 17 years old. He's not done five loan spells, and he's on the verge of p- making a play for the team this year and having having an impact in some way in the team this year, whether it's in cup runs, mm. or whatever. Doesn't matter that he hasn't had cup runs, uh, that he hasn't gone out on loan, and that if Loftus Cheek was good enough and wanted it badly enough and listened enough, because that's what I hear is the problem, along with a. Then I'll go, he, so I'll give him a bit he, of management. Oi, he would make two it. ears, one mouth, <laughs> use them in that ratio. Yeah, because if he was good enough, he'd make it whoever was in front of him, wouldn't he? Mm. Like yeah, Kane enough. did at Tottenham and like Hudson Adoy coming into the side me of, Do you know who he reminded me of when we were playing Leon in the week? Because he was so static. Mm. He, he would like... He, he was even picked up actually by Pat Nevin in the commentary where he would, he would lay off a ball and then he'd just stand still. He wouldn't move forward. He reminded me of Frank Lampard when he first played for Chelsea. Do you know what? Frank Lampard was so bad at that, as in being static and immobile, that me and Dr. Mart used to call him Frank Lampost. Seriously, <laughs> yeah. this is like the thing. And this, this is like the greatest that. footballer Chelsea have ever had. This is and, you know, something... At that age, he was rubbish. And this is something that Loftus-Cheek has been told umpteen times already. You are, he great on the ball a real talent but doesn't do enough off the ball and there's this kind of languid attitude as well isn't there like um, the penalty in pre-season where you look at it and you just think oh did you really was your head really in that because I don't think it was and it would be sad if he didn't make it and I really want him to and I want him want to see him be amazing but really if he was good enough would he not just make it well, I think this is—I think it's going to be the season for him because you know Hodgson said today that he was—he uh, wanted to take him back on loan. So I think that Chelsea obviously see something in him, and and this is going to be the season if he can break into it that we find out the true Loftus Cheek really because it's really it's now or never really for Chelsea. I think I think, I think for Ruben Loftus Cheek is it's, it's now or never. I think everyone would love to see him succeed, not just Chelsea fans. I think English football fans would love to see an English mm. talent play for for one of England's biggest football clubs, and we will continue this. It is the Chelsea Fan Show, and we're approaching half time on Love Sport Radio. 5.58am Love Sport 
It is the Chelsea Fan Show, and we are just about at half time. We're going to be doing this until 9 pm. Still, so much to talk about, but also at 8 pm, the Premier League season does officially kick off. It gets started at Old Trafford. It is Manchester United against Leicester City. I suppose the big team news is that Romelu Lukaku and Jamie Vardy are both on the bench for their respective sides. We'll give you the updates as it when it happened. But sorry, how is he going to do this season? How are Chelsea going to do this season? So much to do. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Cheech. JK. In all the years you've been following Chelsea, you hardly ever miss a match, home or away. But how would you feel... If you couldn't be there, and it's not on TV. Oh, Chich, I'd be bereft. Inconsolable. The thought of missing my beloved Blue Boys live. (laughs) It's all too much. (laughs) I know, JK, I know. It's all a bit too much, isn't it? Yes. (laughs) Well, panic not. NordVPN have come to the rescue. They have? Yep, NordVPN allows us to watch any match, even if it's not on live TV here. They do? Yeah, they do. With just one click, they switch your virtual location to a country which is showing the match, and they act as your cyber bodyguard whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like card details and passwords. Oh, wow, great. Uh, But yeah, I bet that'll cost me a fortune. Actually, JK, it's only the price of a cup of coffee per month, and you can use your account across six devices. It's a bargain, JK. And best of all... No more tears for you. Oh, thank you. Thank you, NordVPN. I'm so happy. I could cry. <laughs> Where do I sign up, Jidge? Well, to get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Chelsea Fancast. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee, and you'll help support the Chelsea Fancast. The link is in the podcast episode description box. On 558am, online, on your smart speaker, and on digital radio. This is Love Sport. The pensioners are back, but with no walking sticks in sight. They're carefree, wherever they may be. They're the famous CFC. Blue is their colour, and football is their game. If you come to Stamford Bridge, you'll remember their name. It's the Chelsea Fancast on Love Sport with seven of the best for your chance to win a million pounds. Have a 
Kids, Love Sport Radio. It's the Chelsea Fan Show with me, Jake Watson, till 9pm with these guys. Then we've got the Millwall boys in at 9.10pm. Millwall. Um, I'm in a bad mood already. I want to go home. He's basically crawling under the table and crying right now. Absolutely ridiculous. Do you know when you get so excited for the football and you... One minute in. (laughs) One minute? I've had enough already. (laughs) There you go. What we like. Loyal supporter. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Flaming hell. You youngsters, you're all the same. So... If, if you're not watching the football, you're not aware of what's <laughs> happened. We're, we're three minutes in at Old Trafford, May United v Leicester. It's already 1-0 to Manchester United. Leicester gave away a penalty after just one minute with a ridiculous handball from the what should be fourth-choice right-back Daniel Amati. <laughs> um, not, even, not even close to being worth an appeal. Um, the ball ricochets. It's within reaching distance of him. Why is Schmeichel up at the halfway line right now? And he decides to stick his arm out and... I don't know why he sticks his arm out. I don't know why. And Czech but Pulis still didn't smile. No, so Popper took the penalty. It's 1-0 Manchester United. (sighs) It's quite nice to see somebody suffer for a change, actually, Jake. I'll be honest. I mean... I feel your pain. Would you rather have Jake suffer? Or Aaron's glee at this very moment. <laughs> oh, that would be horrible. <laughs> exactly. I'd, I'd rather have you suffering, Jay. I'm sorry to say that, but mm. the thought of Aaron sitting there smugly... <laughs> Although I would have awful. something to say about the fact that he'd be sitting there smugly wearing Fulham tracksuit trousers yeah. or his Rotherham shorts. And his mm. banana trainers. Yeah. Well, there is another Manchester United fan in... in oh, yeah. Ignore, ignore him. Yeah. Paddy. Um, ignore Paddy. him. Luckily, luckily, there's bulletproof glass yeah. between us and Paddy, so Father Patrick right. going evening, a little Patrick. bit loony. How, how are you? I'm good. I'm that was a that was a great decision there, wasn't it? To stick out his hand there. I was thinking when I saw him in the starting line, I was like, "Who the hell is he?" Well, this is the thing. <laughs> well, now you know <laughs> your best friend. Yeah. For now, for yeah. now. So this, that, that is Daniel Amati. If anyone wasn't aware of who he is, and when did he come in? We've had him for a few years. We signed him in the January that we won the Premier League. He's never been first choice. Um, signed him as a central midfielder. Now plays right back. I was going to say he was a central midfielder. But we, we signed Andres uh, Ricardo Pereira, the, the Portuguese right back. And we're playing him right wing today instead of one of the many wingers we've got on the bench and put Amati at right back. And within a minute, he gave away a penalty. And it's funny because as as we just did my little tee up to the news, I said, oh, worried about Amati starting right back. At and, least. And there we have it. At least it wasn't <clears throat> Harry Maguire that gave the penalty away. Looks like Luke Shaw's been off the McDonald's this summer. Did he? you see really him hard. in the uh, papers? He? he was saying, it's mm. not my fault. I just have a body like Wayne yeah. Rooney. <laughs> no, no, no. I, <laughs> full like, of Chinese no, no. takeaway. I, I understand. It's like me. I'm just big boned. Is that a thing? I love you, It's too. true. <laughs> <laughs> hey, did you see that thing on Facebook about the fact that actually women uh, prefer or fancy men with beer bellies? More Dad than, bodies. Yeah. Yeah. I, I posted that very quickly. There is, do you know what I see? <laughs> see Ronaldo with his top off and I cringe. <laughs> see, there you go. Um, We're more cuddly, Alex. You keep, we keep you warm in winter. And in you don't feel so shameful when you take your clothes off <laughs> and they've got no, no, washboard no. abs. I still, I still have shame. You're trying to so suck your me, stomach in. Lester, <laughs> anyway, Jake. No, Leicester have got a free kick. Uh, James Madison, I believe, is going to take it. One player who I'm very excited about. We know we're talking about Ruben Loftus-Cheek and you know, how we're saying yeah. every football fan wants to see him succeed. You know, He wants to see an English player succeed at a top football club and, and play for England. James Madison, for me, I believe, has got an incredible amount of talent. I'm really excited to see him. So Harry Maguire, one all. You Come on. Now you've said that. I was going to say that oh, free kick would be awful. He's a really exciting player, signing for £24 million pounds for, from Norwich. Seems a lot of money, but honestly, I believe he's going to be worth absolutely every single penny. But yeah, 1-0 Manchester United, uh, five minutes in here. We'll, we'll try not talk about it unless Leicester score. <laughs> <laughs>
that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair <laughs> enough. That's fair enough. I'm not talking about him. <laughs> so shall we? Shall we go back to some yes. Chelsea chat? Yes. Um, and we'll, we'll go back to to Ruben Loftus Cheek. And it, it, is there question marks over his his desire because he came through. And I've heard people say that they saw him playing as a 17, 18, 19-year-old and watching him play and saying, this guy has got all the ability in the world to become whatever he wants to be. And it feels like he's been on the cusp of being a Chelsea first-team player for maybe five years now. And it, it feels that it's, if it's not going to be this season... It's not going to be ever. Yeah, it's poo or bust for him. It really yeah. is. But when you're six foot three and you can nudge every other seventeen-year-old weedy little boy off the ball, it's a lot easier. And I don't, I don't think it's desire. I think it's application that's the problem. That's what I hear. I don't know about you guys, but it's, is mm. it's his head that's stopping. If he doesn't make it this season, attitude, it will be attitude. his attitude. Yeah. And his head rather than the ability that I think he has. fans might come to see that more this year as well. I think that the last couple of seasons, as you said before, there have been excuses. You know, the first year under Conte, he wasn't used at all because there mm. were people ahead of him. Last year, he was on loan at Crystal Palace. People said he probably should have stuck around or fans wanted to see him stick around. This year now, maybe has he got another excuse with Kovacic? But he shouldn't be seeing Kovacic as a player okay he's just going to be ahead of me he no. should be going no I'm, I'm going to mow you down I'm going to be having that place over you I'm going to have it over Barkley I'm going to have it over Fabregas that's going to be my spot for the season mm. I'm going to make myself not just a Chelsea player but an England regular as well yeah. come, come the 2020 Euros and this is the time for him because now it's all there for him, isn't it? yeah it's all there for him and but there's so many talented Englishmen English youngsters around going into that 2020 championships as well that it's his time to step up. But well, do you think he could be disheartened, though, by if you look at Chelsea's dealings? They didn't do a huge amount in the transfer you know, window. They didn't need to do a huge amount. Mm. But the, the, the two main players, really, Jorginho and Kovacic, who play in his position. So you know, he he might be looking at that and thinking... Jorginho doesn't. Jorginho is slightly different. He's more in the defensive sit role. He, you know, he creates the tempo of the but game. Of the, he, th- of the three central I know field positions yeah. available. Yeah, if you'd course, have seen... Yeah. Yeah our lot last season having to use Fabregas mm. in a defensive midfielder you would have gone out and bought two more midfielders as yeah. well that aren't attacking midfielders um, and you would have done it because you, I wouldn't have sat there and gone oh we'll just leave it to Ruben and hope that he'll make it this season I would have gone I'm covering myself so that I don't have to watch Fabregas chasing Messi back mm. or whatever I just I think if he's going to really succeed in that position as well I think he needs to just his productivity in the last third needs to be there because mm. if you look at his stats from Palace last year, you know, they weren't great. You know, the goal stats and assist count really wasn't very good even for a player that had a really good season in a lot yeah. of ways. Um, and if you saw the Leon game as well, a couple of times, you know, he's around the box and he just doesn't shoot. He passed it off to Moses when he had a great opportunity to shoot. You know, he obviously uh, tried to dink the keeper and hit the post. It's little things like that that if he really wants to nail that position mm. down, if he really assists more and scores a few more goals, then he'll get there. The point is, he was OK for Palace, who mm. were awful in the first part of the mm. season um, and pulled it round to be mid-table at the end. And you were OK for them. That's not good enough to get past the people he's got to get past. You mm. have to make it for yourself. You can't just wait for the optimum moment I mean we, there is a bit of luck involved we were saying earlier yeah. about Hudson Odoi and about Kane and Alexander Arnold the, the opportunity comes up but if you don't seize it for yourself you won't make it you can't just sit there and wait for everybody well, else you, to fall by the wayside you do have to be a special player and, and it's not just about ability it's, it's about so much more isn't it to, yeah. to make it one of these um the, these super clubs which which Chelsea is um Alex we have had a tweet in oh no directly for you no it's, 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 it's nice it's saying so happy to hear Alex just wish she could really vent on Love Sport Radio great who's show. that um this is from Bob Ercy oh, oh we love Bob Bob, right. Bob, Bob, so, Bob Alex keep it up you know Bob's in California Bob. 
Bob, yet. Bob, don't I, I worry. Do I'll do that. the other half of the season preview before I go to Hang on to a minute, bed though. Hang on a minute. Who have we got on Monday night's show? Me. And? <gasps> is it my smut buddy? It is. Oh. <laughs> Well, I hope Bob can listen then. Uh, this this Chelsea fan show, though, we're going to be going until 9pm. And up next, we're going to talk about your manager. Uh, sorry, it's Love Sport Radio. I will never look at a porn star martini again and feel the same way. Love Sport. I work for AspokesmanZ.com. We can help you save money on your home insurance. All you need to do is visit AspokesmanZ.com and find out if we can find you a better deal. The Love Sport Fan Shows. Neil Warnock's still managing as well. <laughs> well, no, he's he, he just the wife would say, the wife would kill me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I've got to take one more. In, re- in reality, she'd kill him if he didn't get out of the house. Yeah, no, the funny thing is, I was, I was watching, <laughs> I was watching the, the Neil Warnock documentary that was on Sheffield United in 2004 or something yeah, like that. Yeah. And uh, the best thing is, they just like chat with his wife Sharon. She just in there, she goes. You know what? The difference in him and all the big managers is when he comes home, he switches off and he's just a lovely, lovely man. And I was just like, no, he's not. And she's just like, all he loves is just going out and playing with his tractor. And literally, there's just a, a picture of Neil Warnock reversing the tractor. Down Weekdays and Sunday from 7pm. Putin isn't like Hitler. He's more like me, just not as fat. Love Sport, 558am. Hey, it's Love Sport Radio. It's the Chelsea Fan Show uh, here till 9pm. And we, we've just been talking about Ruben Loftus-Cheek and, and the hopes that we have for him. And we do feel that it's it's this season or never for him if he's going to become you know, a Chelsea regular, a Chelsea star and, and to kind of realise the potential that he undoubtedly has. But I, I want to talk about the manager now. Um, in from Napoli this summer, it, it was the worst kept secret in football that it was going to happen um, only because Conte wouldn't leave <laughs> just go it was away like a bad smell wasn't it <laughs> you don't even want to be here just exactly. go no and that's that's what I want to talk about such a weird situation that Conte didn't want to be there Chelsea didn't want Conte there mm. they knew who they wanted to get in we, we believe and sorry we, we certainly knew that you know, they, they spoke to other people but you know sorry was a name that they were certainly interested in doing and it's just so strange, I find, that it took so long to do. And we now find ourselves sat here looking at this season as almost a, a, a almost like a transition year for Sarri to look at his players. And we've almost written off this season because the you, manager... You might have done. The manager thing happened so late. Well, it didn't need to happen so late. Are you not frustrated that it took so long and you, the manager's now saying, I'm going to need three months to, to, look, to learn we've these players? We've done frustration. We've done rage. Are you over we've it? done resignation. All right. <laughs> um, and now we're on to... We're uh, over it. Blind optimism. <laughs> yeah. No, but to be fair, I mean, look, yeah, I, I think the contract negotiations were an absolute pain in the derriere. But, you know, Conte was being awkward, De Laurentiis is awkward, these oh. things take time, but they got their man in the end. But I think you're overlooking the fact that we've also come off the back of a great big meaty World Cup. So even yeah. if we'd have had the same manager going into this season, our pre-season would have been screwed up and we would be somewhat undercooked. And I think you're going to find that most most teams, you had a lot of players at the World Cup, will find it hard to make a quick start, apart from Man United against Leicester, of course. <laughs> but no, no, I mean, seriously, you, you know, you're probably going to find that, you know. So I think the more, the more salient point, Jake, is what we've got here is a manager who's come in, irrespective of all of that, to try and impose a completely different style of play on that team. And I think that that will take time. I think that we're looking at three months, maybe six months, before this starts to work together. If it does at all, because the other thing you've got, because of the, the way the transfer window's worked out, 
you know, he may end up finding out that he's got a, a squad of players who are not capable of adapting to the way he wants to play. Well, he has sort of said that as well. That it's, and I didn't even char- know that. The characteristics of the players, you know, it's it's up to them. But you only have to look at Guardiola and how long it really took him yeah. to, to get his Man City yeah. side together. You know, it took, a, it took a whole season plus a lot of money yeah. to go with it as yeah. well. And and I was actually, I rewatched the the Guardiola one he did on Monday Night Football. He did it with Gary Neville. And it was, it was talking about, you know, people say we've bought the title. And he's like, we absolutely have because I've had to get the the mm. players he wanted in to play in that role mm. it's going to take time it's really going to take time if he doesn't have the players then to play his style of system and he said before as well that he has to adapt to the players so he's obviously a coach who knows that what he's done in Napoli as good as it was might not be the exact thing that he can he can bring I'd, over to Chelsea look, look at well, yeah sorry Alice um, that Conte did something absolutely astonishing in winning the league in his first season mm. and even then we were not good I mean we got absolutely annihilated by our Arsenal of all people we weren't good mm. until the October yeah, we awful, and that was really astonishing that run he put together to do it as early yeah. as that yeah. October very so for good me, manager very good manager yeah, and we were saying weren't we that um, the meltdown on Twitter after that Man City game with um, amongst the uh, glitterati of nappy fillers um was quite hilarious but that's why being in the Europa League might not be that bad of a thing this year just because of this it gives him more time to work with those players who may not play in those games on the training field. It means that, you know, he doesn't... Because Conte last year struggled with the fact that, you know, they were going from game to game to game to game to game and he wasn't able to put out... And he didn't really let up on his training either. And he's quite an intense guy on the training field. So I think the players found that quite hard. And the fact that they do have the Europa League this year, even though it's a Thursday night, is is not great. You know, you don't want to be playing in the Europa League. But for this season, to give Sarri the chance to really implement his style of football, it might not be the yeah. worst thing in the world. Against Ollie, Ollie, uh, you know, yeah. long, longer term, and mm. we're going to get on, I hope, to how long we think that Sarri might last out, because I think that is the crucial question, but let's assume he does, and looking longer term, it's my understanding that the youth setup they they are capable of playing a lot, they, the, basically they coach them to play in all sorts of different systems. Mm. I know that they generally will try and uh, go with the system that the incumbent manager plays, but they will try and be as tactically flexible as possible. So they basically end churn out kids who can play three five two, yeah. you know, four four two, four four two, whatever, you know. Mm. So I'm thinking longer term. You know, if if the current squad of players aren't capable of playing the Sarri way, there's a chance we might have some kids coming through in a few years' time who can uh, adapt to it much more quickly. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you look at the like a lot of the youth teams I've done, they they switch formations during the match. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I mean, it does help the fact that Chelsea's youth is so good that usually yeah. by half time they're two or three new up, <laughs> so they can yeah. do it. But yeah. you know, there is there is such a great academy behind them, and also the other thing about Sarri is, I mean, this early days obviously, but the early what he's saying is that he doesn't care about transfers so you, you know if he's not getting what he wants he, he did want Higuain you know he, he, Higuain said that himself he said mm. Sarri wanted me but Chelsea didn't well mm. Sarri's not doesn't seem I, to I be at the moment the, that, the kind of person to kick up a fuss mm. yeah. and that might give him longer term with the board it might also you know be just a little bit better not in his to relationship. Not be that Eeyore mm. in the room, though, but he doesn't stick around historically. But well, he no. hasn't been around he's, that long historically. He's only been in top-flight management for four years, yeah. but he he doesn't stay longer. Than, but, hasn't no. stayed longer than a couple of yeah, years. Yeah, but maybe that's 
you know, I think perhaps a little bit of context needs to be put into that because, you know, he's only really been at Empoli and Napoli, hasn't he? So maybe he's he's ambitious and he wants to go and manage the best clubs that he can. So he just sees the opportunities when they've come rather than do a disappearance act. And okay, we we're just going to head over to Old Trafford. There's a, an update from, from Peter Smith. United won Leicester nil, and United got themselves off to a flying start as Sanchez drove the ball into the Leicester box. It struck the arm of Armate, referee Mariner pointed to the spot, and Paul Pogba, who's been handed the United captaincy, fired high for Schmeichel from 12 yards. Leicester have been able to settle since, with Andini's long-range shot needing an intervention from De Gea. It's Manchester United 1, Leicester nil. Yeah, and we've got the game on in the studio, and you know I'm trying to, to concentrate on on the Chelsea chat, but also keep my, my good eye on the game itself. And Leicester have, have had all of the plays since the goal, and absolutely ludicrous for, from Daniel Amati. Um, absolutely ludicrous way to, to start your season when when you set up your team not only for for this game but for the whole season, and you do your team talks, and how somebody within one minute can do something so so stupid um, is beyond me. You should try presenting the Chelsea fan cast, mate. Um, I'm busy. You know, because that's exactly what it's like. It's exactly what it's like. You herding know. cats. It is. Herding, herding cats on crack. <laughs> it's not it's, that it's, love sport condones no, no. crack. Absolutely. Cat, cat, cat you're crack. Getting this. Cats. You're or guessing cats. there. Or cat. Catnip, I meant to say. Catnip, cat that's nip. what you meant. <laughs> Lovely. Uh, love sport, we're going to take a break. Alexa, shut off the fake news and get on love sport. Really great. The best. Love sport, 558 AM. The Fans Show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict 7 to net a million. When looking for the best possible deal for his car insurance, Jim went on the spokesmansaid.com and saved hundreds. I'm Jim. I'm a radio presenter based in Glasgow. I couldn't believe how expensive the car insurance for our Citroen C4 Picasso was going to be from my existing insurer. I went on a spokesman said and saved an incredible £600. Just amazing. Signing up to a spokesman said, best thing I could have done. Find quotes from over 100 leading insurance providers at a spokesmansaid.com. Getting real people, real savings. Compare, switch and save with a spokesmansaid.com. 7bestbets.com If you are looking for good odds with a simple-to-use app, visit 7bestbets.com. As a new customer, you will receive great welcome offers. We cover all sports, as well as an online casino and full range of virtual sports. If that's not enough, regular customers benefit from loyalty bonuses too. 7bestbets.com Please gamble responsibly. Visit Gamblerware for more details. Look, 50% off bed sheets and these towels. Why does everything floral? Because she likes flowers. Who? Mum, she's staying with us until her extension's built. Are you joking? I told you last week. You didn't. With up to 70% off big brands, 20 restaurants and a nine-screen cinema, you're guaranteed to get more than you bargained for at London Designer Outlet. Savings for all the family? Hello, LDO. Find us in Wembley Park. See website for details. Savings on RRP. It's only for three months. You love your sport, but it can be a pain organising it. 
Endless phone calls, emails and text messages, organising players and collecting money can all be a headache. What you need is Teamer.net, the free sports app that'll help you manage your team's events, communicate effectively as a team and now you can collect money simply and securely via Teamer payments. Relied upon by 2 million members, Teamer is available for free on desktop, Android and iPhone. I think I'm going to follow Brighton this season. They are just like me, so bright and always on. Love Sport. Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict seven results. Win seven figures. It's Love Sport Radio. It's the Chelsea <laughs> fan show. <laughs> just done the revelation <laughs> that wore his wore a baseball hat. LA Dodgers hat. To the cricket today because he didn't want his Panama hat to get no, wet. Darling, it's expensive. <laughs> They're hard to replace. Genuine, genuine um, Panama uh, hats. Guys, um, we, we do ask for callers here. We on, do. On Love Sport Radio we and, and the Chelsea callers. fan show. 0208 is the number that you need to ring if you want to get on the show. Daniel, all the way from San Diego, has done Woo-hoo! exactly that. Daniel, thank you for calling in what would you like to say well i missed the first hour because i was out playing tennis in the sunshine so good evening all <laughs> good evening Ooh, dano good to hear you mate um so have you covered who's going to start as a provisional lineup yet or are we saving that for the end when it's just going to be tears and desolation daniel for all of wh- why don't you do that let's do that now who who, who do you think who do you well, want to see you know, it'll be four three three, so it'll obviously be Keppa. I'd rather see Emerson, but he'll play Alonso out of favoritism. We'll probably see what Rudy and Louise, although Louise doesn't look like he's got the legs to play in the four at the back, with Dave on the right. Mm-hmm. Obviously Jorginho Kante. I don't think he'll start Kovacic because it's just too soon. So probably Barkley, who's had at least had the legs to cover it. Fabregas obviously has showed in preseason he can't go both ways and it just looks like he looks like that sad donkey who just needs a bullet because he can't manage to <laughs> drag himself around. Um, <laughs> and, oh, I'm and, stealing you know, honestly, that for the blog. Uh, and it'll be probably, you know, Callum, um, Morata and William, and he'll probably play, you know, Hazard off the bench, which I'm fine with, but yeah. I don't know. I feel like we're just a bit thin at left, you, at the left back and the right say, back position. Fabregas blocked Marco for giving him five out of ten. What do you reckon he'd make of that? I think he, I think you'll I think Dan It's a good job you're in San Diego because I think Chesky Fabregas is gonna hunt you down. He's gonna hunt you down to Chinatown, <laughs> man. And I agree photo with Seth when he was here on the tour a few years ago. Um and I'd say it to his face yeah. he so would I, have the legs to go around in that system. Dan, no. Dan. And it's you know? he's, he's shorter than us. We'll be fine. You know, he, <laughs> could, he couldn't take you or me, mate. Fella. And I'm old and fat. He still no. couldn't take me, mate. I'm telling you. Um, I've got some breaking news from Ollie, which you may have missed earlier because you were playing tennis in the Californian sun. Uh, and he's got some news <laughs> well, for you about Hazard, he reckons. Oh, well, I reckon Hazard won't start tomorrow. I think that, especially with Arsenal coming up, the week after, yeah. they'll probably give him 30 minutes or so, if you know, at least 30 minutes, whatever the whatever's going on in the game, because you want to give him some minutes under his belt. I think Keppel will start as well because I think that you know, obviously, you don't well, want we his, did, you we don't did want spend his, a lot of money. We on did, him. and you don't want to spend, and you don't want his first game to be against Arsenal as well. I think Huddersfield right. is probably a good way to ease uh, him into the. And we don't want Willie Caballero. And you don't want Willie Caballero By the time, by oh, the yeah, time no. he's been wrestled to the ground by Huddersfield's defence. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Welcome to England. Yeah, exactly, you've, you've learned it now. Do you think yeah. he might get a bit of? 
Jaya-itis, actually. I think so. Well, I think, that, I mean, you know, if Sari said it today, he admitted he's not Courtois now. Yeah. He's not. You've yeah. got to give him time. You know, he spent a lot of money on him, but he is only 23 years old, I mm. think. So it's the yeah, fact but, that... But let's, let's be fair here. I mean, if he's not Courtois, it means he probably won't get beat as near postal. <laughs> well, there is that. <laughs> yeah, or just two, walk around with his legs Yeah, open. there's two ways you could take it. But yeah. no, it's going to take... It's going to be patient. Catch. You know, he's obviously... He's a lot smaller than Courtois. I think he's six foot two or something. Courtois is, what, six foot six, six foot seven. So it might take him a bit of time to get used to the Premier League, like it did De Gea. And, you know, I hope that Chelsea fans don't just jump on him straight away no. if he doesn't if it doesn't work out for the first couple of months. Do you not think that Courtois' height is what made him so rubbish at getting well, down there was sometimes? That. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Because oh, that's yeah. their worry with Jamal Blackman as well, is that he's just got too tall. Yeah. He got too tall, didn't he? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, You're right, because that, that near post, you look at the Barcelona game as well, where he couldn't close his legs. They should have stopped <laughs> feeding him. Yeah, Jamal, <laughs> you know they've only got themselves to blame. Who do you think is going to start up front, Dan? Uh, he'll, he'll start Morata. There's no way he'll start Giroud. Although I'm glad to see that we're probably going to at least keep him. I mean, as someone who has a beard, it's nice to see more people with beards <laughs> out there. At least get it. Yes, to the TV, beards. So I'm happy with that. Three, three yeah, out of four. Up for the beard. I shave. Um, and he'll, he'll, he'll play Willian. I don't mm. see why he wouldn't play Willian, who looks like he might actually get a run out under a manager who's willing to let him off the leash and go forward and try to be a bit mm. more creative and incisive in the final third of the pitch. Um, I'm going to ask this to um, Ollie first before going to you, because he might have some inside track on it, Dan. But given Hazard's not going to start mm. on the left, um, do you think he might give Hudson Odoi a, a, a runner? Out of performances for the preseason, he absolutely deserves it, but. You know, was it just the fact that it was it was really good timing for Hudson Odoi? You know, coming into preseason, a lot of players coming back from the World Cup. He obviously he ripped Bellerin to shreds, which was unbelievable. But then he came up against Walker, you know, a proper Premier League defender, and he didn't look as comfortable. He didn't, but he still looked like the only person that was going to yeah. break through for us he, in that he first. Got half, into didn't the he? game. He did get mm. into the game after last after the first sort of half an hour. I personally think he won't. I think. If Hazard doesn't start, I think he'll go Pedro and William. Mm. If I think yeah. if we go one or two up, if, yeah. yeah, then he might get a good half an hour. Yeah, mm. can I we just say Jake is currently <laughs> shrieking <laughs> silently because Leicester have just forced to save because they've got into <laughs> the Dan, six Dan, Dan, who, who, who would you start instead of Hazard? Then I mean, I, I personally would ch- uh, choose Hudson Odoi, but I see Ollie's point mm. about Pedro. I'd, I'd play Hudson Odoi. I mean, why not? He's he's been wonderful. He's looked good in preseason. Although it's very easy for people to look good in preseason, obviously apart from Sesk. Um, and <laughs> I mean, you know, he's got the pace to go at people, and you know, go direct and be direct. And I mean, yeah. that's something we lacked all of last season with no tempo. And the only person who tried running at anybody was Hazard. Or when we you had Pedro on the pitch, he tried doing his Jesper Gronkar impersonation <laughs> all the time. So. It would be nice to see someone who has some industry and attempt to go forward and be, you know, positive instead of just thumping it and trying to chase it down and watching the ball go out of play. Hmm. So, what do you think it's going to be then? We're going to win. Dan, I mean, is that a really even a question? Is that is that a question? <laughs> well, I mean, I, we, we were, before you phoned, we were talking about you know what kind of impact Sari might have, and we were. I mean, I think you might have been listening, actually, at that point. But we were saying, look, it's going to take some time. This is not going to happen overnight. And, it, you know, we were on the show, uh, I think it was last Monday, we were saying that, that uh, Sarri's first five results at Napoli included a several 5-0 thumpings or something. Mm. It was it was pretty yeah, horrific I, to I watch. So ev- anything could happen here. We're undercooked. Huddersfield would have probably had more prep playing at home. You know, this is not a banker in my book. I'm going one all. I think we... 
Oh, no, don't be that depressing. (laughs) (laughs) I I think we'll go out there. I'm going to say 4-1. How about that? Whoa, Dan. (laughs) I'll have whatever you've been smoking. Dan, thank you so much for calling in. That was Dan, Chelsea fan, all the way from San Diego. We've just got about half an hour left of the the Chelsea fan show. Like Dan, if you want to get involved, want to get your views on the show, it's 0208 70 20 558. Or just as easily, you can send us a tweet, which is at lovesportradio. The deal is sealed. I've made peace with North Korea, and soon all their oil will be mine. The Love Sport Fan Shows. This first year is going to be Pellegrini just laying the foundations, and I think with the signings that we've made, I think we can we can expect to be batting in at around tenth, pushing eighth. You know, even if he finished eleventh, I wouldn't be too too disheartened at it. What I would like to see, and what I think a lot of West Hamers like to see, is just a season where we're not looking over our shoulder. We're not at any point worried about it. we could go down. Weekdays and Sunday from seven pm. It's Love Sport Radio, the Chelsea uh, fan show. Sorry, I'm getting distracted by the Leicester game. We're uh, just giggling because there's a free kick coming up and we were saying Harry Maguire's <laughs> going to run at it and hit it with his slab face. <laughs> Top bins off the head, off the deck. Um, but what, we're 31 minutes in and not with my blue tinted glasses, although I am Much. feeling rather <laughs> negative. It has, Leicester been by far away the better side. It's just so, so frustrating that we can see such a stupid goal in the first minute. There's James Madison just had a free kick. But no, it's, it's, it's a decent game, this one. Um, Leicester looking very kind of hungry and they're biting at the heels of United. Naturally, they're sitting in um, a little bit. Um, but yeah, hopefully this game isn't over um, within the first minute of it. Um, just read something interesting as well um, for your statisticians out there who like the facts. Leicester have conceded the first goal of the Premier League season for the past three seasons in a row. They've been the first game, haven't they, for the last three seasons in a row? I mean, yes, that helps. <laughs> but we've conceded first in that game. Thank you, Imagine Daniel that. and Marty. <laughs> Cheers, mate. <laughs> so. Jake's not a fan, in case you hadn't realised. No. Actually, without not? Leicester blue-tinted glasses on, um, Mourinho has done a Mourinho and just parked the bus You see, out. but I think that that's the most... You know, even, even if uh, United end up winning 1-0 tonight... Um, I, I, I think it's a good result for football fans in general because he'll have done it by parking the bus. And remember the pressure he's under from... I mean, there's so many... I mean, Ollie will know this because he's, he's less myopic than we all are, but, you know, and he actually probably has friends who are Man United fans, whereas I refuse to. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, but, <laughs> you know, Apart from Aaron. They're not happy. They are no. not happy with no, Mourinho. Really they well, really don't like him, and I don't they hate the negative football. I don't think he sees out the season. No, yeah, no. but you have to look at the fact as well that Mina has picked Everton over United mm. and that Kovacic said no when Man United mm. inquired anything yeah. about him going there because he Toxic. doesn't want to play mm. Mourinho's Toxic. football. Toxic. Yeah. Well, we, we we don't know quite, you know, how the talks have gone and, and who rejects who. But you know, I, I do I do take the point that if you are a a, a world class footballer, the and you have a you know and you're looking for a move, the option of Manchester United isn't as attractive as it used to no. be. Well, we, no, not regard, unless no, but, you want to sit and defend. No, for... but they they can still offer you the same money and they can still mm. offer you Champions League football. So on paper, you know, why aren't why why are they not attractive? Because but, he is but, toxic. But clubs and but players are not choosing Manchester United, and you have to say it is probably for that reason. Mm. I really I really do think the signs are there with Mourinho now of of just this this battle with the club and you know his final days at Chelsea. Well, third it's, it's season, all, Mourinho. Yeah, it's all Lack coming. of personal grooming. Okay, yeah. he's had a wash tonight, but this is the first <laughs> time in weeks. Yeah. The waffling insensibly, like blaming the players one minute, yeah. then going on about his poor, brave, 
boys being made to play football in America. Yeah. Try going all the way to Australia I mean, for one season. I mean, this day. was the age of 26, by the way, that, that team that he put out, which he complained about. Well, this Average was the thing, 26. Like, he seeing, spent nearly half a billion. You see Klopp for? talking about, you know, great to have the young kids around. Guardiola saying, great to have the young kids around. Even Sarri sort of saying, you know, to have a look at them. And then Mourinho's there going, oh, I want more World Cup players back. They should be coming back early. It's like, no, they shouldn't be coming back mm. early. They've just been to Russia for a World Cup. They have lives as well. They've got families to see for three weeks this before they go on another night. This was a big thing this year, wasn't it? So yeah. The PFA recommended is three weeks yeah. off. And there was a lot of, seemingly a lot of peer pressure yeah. on players coming back. So mm. um, Loftus-Cheek did it. Uh, Walker did it and actually to my knowledge Walker's like the only one with a family that did it but mm. a lot of the younger guys Rashford did it mm. breached their own contracts to go back early and definitely in Chelsea circles there was this ridiculous article yeah, out there well, really yeah. scathing savage article attacking Gary Cahill for not coming back early mm. oh, well, he's yeah. just had hang four weeks hang, off hang in on, Russia hang <laughs> on hang on a minute here there was an article absolutely savaging Gary Cahill an article is something that you will find in the in the printed press this is true or or in Ollie's fantastic <laughs> football.london this website this was written by a guy where you can, read, where you can read great stuff like by, written by me well it was pointed <laughs> this out this was that by the, some pillock with a Jedward haircut no he looks um, someone said he looked like an ice gem <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> that's brilliant. That is brilliant. So I'm sorry. You know, yeah. that that's not that's not really contextually fair. Well that that was the nappy filler stance, wasn't it? No, it, it was some it was some some blooming under twenty five year old <laughs> trying to get more likes on Twitter. This is true. By they, being but you can't deny that players were breaching their contracts and going back early yeah. and there was a certain pressure in the so and so done. No, it. That, Why was, that was you real. Done that it? was real. Yeah. Mm. You know, Mourinho was the worst I think offender at, at Yeah, players. I mean they mm. all got three weeks off and if you got families and take it. And you know, I mean imagine yeah, yeah. somebody you know, you're halfway through your holiday and your boss rings up and says, Actually yeah. can you come home now? I think no. I said like when <laughs> I went on there and just rip rip the guy a new one and said that the, the guy's got two kids you think he, yeah. three weeks holiday is pretty rubbish as far as job goes just leave him alone yeah. it's the most liked thing and then, I've and ever this, put on this from Twitter. a kid this from a kid and I'm sorry this is grumpy old man talk but I'm gonna go for it <laughs> go for this it. from a kid who's probably never done a day's work in his life <laughs> <laughs> yeah the loft the sheet one was slightly different as well I believe because he had like a week off before the World Cup yeah because he had because he, he obviously wasn't part of the FA Cup team mm. so you know it was a bit yeah. different I think because and they arranged that but the K-Hall one yeah, I just could. Yeah, I can, you know, just like, just and actually, there's like scientific proof that you have to take the time off. Mm. Yeah, but of course, I never do. Jake's just sitting because I'm a professional. <laughs> Jake never right does now. either. Jake's already Jake told us how hard he, now. he's Jake, the hardest working man in radio. Jake and Aaron never take days off. Aaron never What's does. A day either. off? Yeah, Aaron's only taken <laughs> one off because he knew we were coming in tonight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he can't handle he can't handle the heat. No, Jake, it, it, it is an interesting debate though because mm. you know Le- Leicester had a similar situation. You talk yeah. you know about John Stones and Kyle Walker. They did play a full World Cup, mm. but they they came back from their holiday early. They both had long seasons and they both started in the Community Shield. Well, it started with men. And I see that because he mm. had a long-term injury mm. and he wanted to get ahead. I see that. Um, I see Loftus-Cheek, new manager, need to make an impact at Chelsea this season. I, the couple of them, yeah, but there should be no pressure to yeah. give up your holiday. But the, but the problem is, is that, like, because I, I heard a Carl Walker interview and, and his reasoning, he said, was because I love football. But really, it's because he knows if he doesn't come back earlier... And if he's not playing in that first game, he's then playing catch-up for the second and the third and the fourth. And you don't get back in the team. And, and that's kind of more what it's about. I mean, we'd all like to take three weeks holiday, but it's, it's, not, it's not always an option. And for some of those Chelsea players, if they'd taken you know, another week, like 
you know, they'd probably be more in their rights to do so. They know that the fans will get on their back and the fans won't be happy about it. And the longer they're not training, the, the more they're playing catch-up. And before you know it, you're on the bench for the first two months of the season. That, that's with the problem, an isn't it? With international break as well, to not get any momentum going until oh. mid-September. Oh, God, we've got all that again, haven't we? Oh, yes. Drive me up the wall. Mm. So anyway, where were we, Jake? Do you know what? You've got the running order. I have got the running order. And we, we did very briefly talk to Dan about we Huddersfield. Did. We did. Um, and that's what we'll do properly um, okay. after this very quick break right. on Love Sport Radio. Listening to Five Live may well start global warming. Don't do it. Just don't do it. Believe me. This is Love Sport. The fan show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict seven results. Win seven figures. This is Lionel, another very happy person who saved themselves money at a spokesman said.com. I'm Lionel from Peacehaven. I took note of what the spokesman said and I saved £484 per year on my energy. I found a spokesman said was so easy to follow and it saved me £484 on my energy and I would recommend everybody does the same. A spokesman said.com. Getting real people, real savings. Compare home energy quotes from the UK's biggest suppliers to find out if you can save money. Compare, switch and save with a spokesman said.com. Fighting for you, saving you money. 7bestbets.com. If you are looking for good odds with a simple to use app, visit 7bestbets.com. As a new customer, you will receive great welcome offers. We cover all sports, as well as an online casino and full range of virtual sports. If that's not enough, regular customers benefit from loyalty bonuses too. 7bestbets.com. Please gamble responsibly. Visit GamblerWare for more details. Love Sport. Available on Radio Player and TuneIn Radio for your smartphone. Download now from the App Store and Google Play. It's the debate that will rage on for years and years. Who would make the England Test Team's greatest Test eleven On Thursday, 27th of September, at the London Hilton on Park Lane, join Andrew Strauss, Mike Atherton, Henry Blofeld and Mark Nicholas as they lead everyone through a lively debate and discussion. The evening will be hosted by Chris Cowdery and will include the chance for you to have your say on who will make the legendary England Test eleven. For more information, visit lordtaverners.org forward slash events to find out more. Brilliant. I've finally quit. I feel like I've got my life back. I felt much happier. It's an amazing feeling when you stop smoking. Experience it for yourself with help from NHS Smoke Free. Our range of support tools, which includes face-to-face guidance from advisors, helps maximise your chances of success. Go online now and search for Smoke Free. Most people don't know this, but you can't buy pizza by the slice anywhere in London. Seriously, there's a gap in the market right there. 5.58 a.m. Love Sport. The Fans Show on Love Sport. With 7OTB.com. Predict 7 to net a million. It's Love Sport Radio. It's the Chelsea Fans Show up until 9pm. And then it's the Millwall boys who take over until 10pm. In the first Premier League game of the season, it's approaching half-time. 42 minutes in. Manchester United leading a 1-0. A Paul Pogba penalty in just the second minute that gives them the lead so far. But lots of football still to be played in that one. Um, before the break, we, we, we teed up that, that Chelsea kick off their Premier, Premier League season tomorrow. They will be playing against Huddersfield. Away, it's 
on paper, a nice start for Chelsea, I, I, I think. You know, guys, how, how do you see it? Because for me, Huddersfield really, really struggled towards the, the back end of last season. And looking at it, I know it's hard to, to do your prediction, but for me, I think Huddersfield are in most people's bottom threes this season. So it's a good a good start, is it not, for Chelsea? Their transfer business doesn't look inspiring. Underwhelming, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, I think if... The first game of the season, though, at the John Smith Stadium, is going to be rocking. Yeah. They could probably have got away with sneaking this fixture in maybe a little bit later. That's probably the one thing that makes it a bit harder. You know, coming up against Chelsea's, you know, everyone, every team wants to beat Chelsea. We stuffed them last year, didn't we? 3-0. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, with with Hazard playing in the false nine as well. Mm, Bakayoko scored. That's right. Um, (laughs) You remember that? Yeah, I I know. It's the only thing I remember. Um, And... Yeah, it's it's one of those. But you know, you could have said last year Burnley at home, first game of the season. Mm. That that should have been a walkover. I mean, it's then. better than being away at Old Trafford. Uh, he right, says not yeah. bitterly at all. Yeah. So no. Yeah. Last, last year away at the Emirates, still one nil. By yeah. the way. Mm. Yeah. But no, it, it, it's a it's a decent. It, start. it could be yeah. worse. It could be worse. Let's yeah. Be, yeah. Mm. I, look, Jake, you're right. It could be worse. I mean, obviously, the thing that worries me most is that not only do we have to. Uh, played David Wagner and his 11 men on the pitch. We've also got Captain Jean-Luc Picard, yes. who will be in the stands, you know, <laughs> ma- making Stewart, it yes. so whenever he can. <laughs> but no, I mean, look, in all seriousness, it, I, as I said before, the, you know, when Dan was on the phone, I, 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 this is not a banker for us. Mm, no. You know, Chelsea at the moment are, are an unknown quantity for all of us. We do not know how it's going to pan out until I think Sarri gets his methods bedded in until actually also more importantly a lot of the players that are wearing the World Cup are back to match sharpness and fitness yeah, which and they won't be for a good month I suspect and that's the thing because we, we got a, a little idea of where where Chelsea were at in the, the community shield I know we, you know it is effectively Very good team, it is effectively a, a glorified friendly and we know that Manchester City yeah they are they're they're a, a they team. are a level above and they oh, yeah. are without a doubt the the, the overwhelming favourites to retain their, their Premier League um, title this year but do you, as Chelsea fans, have a very good idea about who will be your starting eleven? Well, I mean, we were, we were talking about that with Dan, weren't we? I mean, I'd, I mean, I'd, I'd like Ollie to kick off with this <laughs> while I find the photograph that I nicked off somebody. Well, I think the early, great, uh, great the early running is, you know, the back four is most likely going to be Aspie, Ru- Rudiger, uh, Louise and Alonso. Although I do agree with Dan who said that Emerson should probably start because out of the pre-season from what I've seen Emerson looks the way more comfortable in the left-back role yeah, I've I, th- really... I think Alonso's a little bit screwed this yeah, season he's, he's, going he's, back into he, a proper left-back role I think Emerson just seems to fit it a lot more I think obviously Jorginho will start I think Kante will start tomorrow because I think he could have a year off and he'd still be match fit <laughs> yeah. so I think, he, I think he'll probably start and then I would suggest that Barkley will be in that three as well. I mean, it's difficult to predict the front three. It really is. I, I just, I just have the feeling that Hazard isn't at that sharpness yet, and I think that he will come on for 35 minutes or so towards the end of the game. Morata will start, and probably Willian and Pedro. I think that's the yeah. I think I think you're probably right. I mean, I I can't see. We we know that Sarri doesn't really like. Giroud, he's he's you know he reading between the lines. Yeah. Reading between so. the lines, he said that. I, I think that's a shame because I think Giroud, Giroud was the only kind of revelation in a pretty sour end to the season last year. Mm. You know, and I loved his leadership qualities and his galvanising effect. And considering he came from Arsenal, I can't believe how quickly I fell in love with him. But I did. <laughs> it was all about the beard, clearly. Um, 
but I think, yeah, Morata's going to start, whether whether we like it or not. I would like to see hudson Odoi start mm. instead of Hazard, but I can see Pedro starting. Is hudson Odoi that, that close to starting? I think he is. I think if he starts with Pedro, for me, that's playing it safe. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think if he's if he's going to go gutsy, he's going to give him a start. He's mm. earned a start he against did, Huddersfield. Yeah. If, we was, if this was the Arsenal mm-hmm. game... Based no. on pre-season? Yeah. Because he, it feels like he's come out of nowhere. Do you know when you're talking about players making that yeah. breakthrough? Well, Eth- I... Ethan Ampadu is, is a player that, you know, if you're not a Chelsea fan, you're aware of because he's a young player who's, who's been given a chance. Nathan Aki, you know, when, when he was doing the same, Loftus-Cheek. Well, but it feels like Hudson Adoy has come from so nowhere. Young. Well, yeah. he is because he's only 17. But we, we know him from way. a lot of the youth football yeah. that he's played, so he, he's not a surprise to us. And, I mean, he was actually in the first-team squad last year, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he, he uh, appeared a couple of times yeah. towards the end of the season. He, he played in the FA Cup and he made a couple yeah. of... Premier League. Yeah, he's been well. on the radar. I mean, you saw him in the youth games, and he's just head and shoulders above yeah. those youth, youth teams. He had to make the. The really interesting thing about Amthu actually is, is if you look around the ground now, and I was there yesterday for the unveiling for Kepper, he's actually up as part of like you know the posters around the thing as yeah. well, which is quite interesting. To <laughs> did see. you see what they savagely and did when Kepper signed? They got rid of. Oh, of course. No, no, they oh, rolled Moses. right out and ripped Moses, Moses out and put yeah. a sheet up over him <laughs> yeah. and then replaced him. Yeah. But yeah. they did say on Sky that Moses is still opposite. But yeah, they basically went and tore down yeah. Victor Moses and put oh. him. It's quite nice to see Ampadu. Courtois I mean, was never up. You know, he, only two point five million from Exeter. I really like the look of Ampadu. He's really as as well Chucky because he can play in from Rugrats. Great hair. A lot of the guys were doing the insta stories calling him bob marley as well from the, yeah. Uh, yeah he's um, brilliant isn't he but, swampy you know, i've been he, calling him swampy i think he's, he's a great addition uh you know he's going to be part of the squad he's going to play more than last season yeah. he'll play in the europa league no doubt he'll play in the cup competitions he seems to have latched on to louise and i like that mm. they went and did that <laughs> thing in australia where they he's went to that kids house and stuff no but he, they, he really has in terms of when you see them going about and doing their instagram stories yeah. and everything he always seems to be hanging around with him which and he said that as well i said that louise is, is mentoring, mentoring him, him yeah. yeah just like louise did with Christensen last year on the tour as well because yeah. he did that in Singapore you'll notice that all our centre-backs have similar squad numbers and it's all revolves around so first of all it was because Terry wanted to sit next to Zola that's right. why he picked 26 yeah. but then obviously when other centre-backs have come in they've wanted to sit near Terry and that's why they're all around the 25, 26, 27, 28 and all the defenders are is because, that true? yeah, yeah. Wow. it's because Terry picked 26 so he could sit next to Zola mm. <laughs> um, I think talking of the defence uh, you know I mean, I suspect he'll pick Alonso, Rudiger, Luiz, and Espeliqueta. Mm-hmm. I think I love Alonso, not least because he looks like George Michael <laughs> with his wham haircut. I, no, but I really love Alonso. Actually, I think he's been a superb player. I think he gets but a lot I do of wonder stick. whether he's a left back, Ollie. Yeah, I, I think last season out is definitely the, the best left wing back this season mm. from what I've, it's just the early days obviously well, you don't, we know, don't know but, if he's fit but Emerson well, just yeah. looks he just looked a lot sharper and against Leon he was making those runs he was being used more often he put a couple of dangerous balls in as well mm. I just get the impression that Emerson, a couple of Emerson six, signed couple of injured pretty much didn't he mm. yeah and, and he yeah. almost instantly got forgotten that well, he signed for the club well, well, no, yeah. he was another one like Drinkwater there was all this stuff with Conte whereas um players would just vanish like Lewis was a high profile one but Drinkwater just vanished off the face of the earth mm. and it was the same with Emerson he played a few games he mm. looked really good mm. and then we didn't see anything more of him didn't and he was, cry when he scored oh it was very toxic at the end of last was that season somebody else I'm Who was I thinking sure. of? But um, Kennedy cried when he scored, yeah, maybe. Christensen absolutely won't start. He was but hanging out what? of his behind against wow. Leon. So he's just not there yet. He was cramping at the yeah. end. He's just not match well, fit. He, he had a bit yeah. of an injury as well, didn't he? Picked yeah. up one against Arsenal. Was it Arsenal? Yeah, he but he limped off against game. Leon with a, yeah. what looked like a bit of So a it'll 
of being Rudiger and Luis. Yeah, I, I'm perfectly happy with Barkley, Kante, and Jorginho. I'll be honest with you. I think Kante. What you saw against City is that the gap between the defence and the midfield was so big mm. that. City and their quality, even with a young guy like Phil Foden, he's got mm. so much quality that they just completely ripped him apart. But with Kante there, mm. he just stops that now. Even though he's going to play in a slightly more attacking role, yeah. he's going to be playing slightly more further. Well, he'll probably. I mean, the thing he is about that. <laughs> yeah, but you see that that that. I mean, there's all this nonsense about well, can can Kante and Jorginho no, play together in the same system? The great thing about that is that if Kante's not in the holding role, he can be winning the ball further yeah. up the pitch. Well, that which was is that exactly one what, moment against that's exactly Leon. what Sarri's football's about. Mm. That one moment. Against Against Leon, where Jorginho just went, "Oi, you run there," yeah. and Kante didn't. Mm. And all of a sudden, he was running on goal. And we were like, "What the hell is going on?" <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's amazing. Jake's just sitting there going, "You, yeah, I could be quite happy with Jorginho, Kante, and Barkley <laughs> at the back of my midfield right now." Hey, there's nothing wrong with my midfield. I'm very happy with it. And it's Daniel Armati yeah. is the problem. <laughs> it's the guy who should have been in midfield. He's playing right back. That's a problem. And you know what? Peter Smith is at Old Trafford. It is half time. Uh, let's hear uh, the, the full update. United won uh, Leicester nil. United season was off and running inside three minutes as a Sanchez ball into the box was handled by Marty. Referee Mariners had penalty with Paul Pogba, who's captaining United tonight, taking full responsibility from 12 yards. United's chances haven't been too forthcoming afterwards. Schmeichel has made comfortable stops to keep out efforts from Pogba and Shaw. Leicester have had their moments with the hair going full length to keep out Madison's on target shot. United won Leicester nil. Go on, Claude, rile him up at half-time. You can just feel it now, can't you? Claude Puel in the Leicester dressing room, really laying into the Leicester players and really firing them up for a second half at Old Trafford <laughs> where we will undoubtedly storm out 3-1 winners. He, he says 10 seconds after he did a mime shooting himself <laughs> in the face. <laughs> that wasn't me. <laughs> it, it's happened before. Do you remember you beat us 5-3? Yes. I, think Power I was there. Yeah, that was we horrible. We were 3-1 down. So Esteban Cambiasso. Yeah, you know, oh, you never yeah, know. Yes. Hey, Paddy, do you remember when Chelsea beat you five 0 And he, and I mean, you were so rubbish what, that even what year was uh, this now? who was that horrible one we got from Norwich? I can't. I've had a brain. Uh, brain two thousand, I think, was it? No, no, nineteen ninety nine. We beat you four 0 Chris Sutton, thank you, ago. thank you, Chris. Oh, yeah. even, <laughs> you were so rubbish. Even Chris I Sutton have got scored. That so easy. You said <laughs> horrible <laughs> man from Norwich. Sorry, Chris. I know Chris quite well. Lovely man. You can say you're rubbish. You've been outed, Jake. I should have given you more clues. That was too quick, wasn't it? Wasn't this the story of United? They'd lose these, as you called, big games. But who? It was a cup match, as I recall. Yeah, but you were holders, I believe. What was this? it now FA Cup what about it you were saying the, the 99 but anyway as I'm saying we lose these games we still come up the trophies you know we won the we Premier League we didn't that year because we knocked you out of the cup yeah we, we still didn't won the Premier League didn't thanks we? to Phil Jones <laughs> Premier League right that's enough put it back in his box Jake. back in your box <laughs> um, let's go back to um, Chelsea season expectations you know the season kicks Aye. off tomorrow so this is, the, this is the time where you make something bold um, I clip it up and then play it at the end <laughs> oh, of the season no we're going <laughs> just how right we are there it is it's a final opportunity no, no, it is. all transfer dealings yeah. are done the season kicks off tomorrow um, you know, we are saying that maybe maybe a slow start, and we will see how things go. But predictions. I mean, first of all, I think the easy question is top four. Do you think Chelsea will be in in that come the end of the season? Yes, yes, I do. Because yeah. Spurs haven't strengthened enough. Arsenal's signings are hilarious. Um, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I look more fun. It was Robbie from Arsenal TV on a certain sports channel yesterday going, oh, we're looking really strong. Lichsiler looks amazing. Mm. He's going to challenge uh, Bellerin. Yeah. And I was like, is he literally... I've put in my blog that he walked face first into a wrench before he went <laughs> online. Clearly, on well, like, we, we, will, we will avoid talking about Arsenal. We'll stick on Chelsea. But yeah. just very quickly, I, I, I do agree that Arsenal finished sixth last season and all their fans seem happy with their dealings. They'll be lucky to finish sixth again. Because they 
because, mm. because they did the dealing so early and it was in the areas that they needed to strengthen. But for me, I look at the signings they've made, not one single one of their signings would get in any of the other top six teams. So why do they think that suddenly they're going to finish higher than they did I, last season? You know season? what? I, I disagree. I, I, I disagree. I think that City are in, in pole position to win the title. I think Liverpool, given how they strengthened, are probably going to be in pole position for second. Mm. Uh, I actually think Arsenal will be better. I think Arsenal will be better because they haven't got Wenger anymore. So at least their their team will be coached mm, and how to defend I th- tactically. I, I so I think that they might be third. So I think fourth. And this wow, is what I'm really? this is what I'm getting to to actually kind of mm. bring it back to Chelsea. Uh, is that I think fourth spot will be t- between us, United, and Spurs. Mm. So it ain't again. It ain't a shoe in. It's going to be tough for us to get into the top four this year, given. The whole context of Sarri maybe taking a bit of time to impose his style of play. So, so it's, it's not a, a shoe-in. It's, it's, it's a full house, though, for a, for a, a top-four finish for Chelsea next season. Um, yeah. It's kind of running out of time. Really. Any, any other business, really, for, yes. for you guys before we need to go? Chidge, uh, I know there's a few things you yeah, want to is, mention. There is, there yeah. is, there is. Yeah, I mean, as people who are yet to be discovered in the Amazon rainforest know, I am the Chelsea Supporters Trust chairman. Uh, well, only for a short while, because we've got uh, the AGM coming up on Sunday, the 19th of August at 2 o'clock it's at the holland suite at stamford bridge day after the arsenal home game um, but it's where we do our kind of report on everything that we've been up to this year all the kind of work that we do on the supporters behalf and uh, we present the first kind of draft of the annual survey which is very important because it's what the supporters actually say that they think about the club and all that kind of thing uh, and it's where the elections start so there we go so 19th of august two o'clock Stamford Bridge, Holland Suite. Can I just say, I've been appointed to the Chelsea Fans Forum as well, which means that if you want to You whine, are the Chelsea Fancast representative. Yeah, which means if you want to whine about anything, go on the website, the Chelsea website, um, and look for the Fans Forum reps, and you can contact me through that, and in turn, I will whine at the club for Lovely. you. Lovely. That's, that's why she's been nominated by me. <laughs> there we go. Uh, other than that, other parish notices, the Kerry Dixon Show will be back next Thursday. How about those apples? I wasn't sure if that was going to happen, but I spoke to the great man yesterday. So me and Kerry will be doing our thing next Thursday. And Alex and Tony, a.k.a. Smart the Smart Buddies, are back on the Monday night version of the show next Monday with me and Jonathan Kidd. Ollie, plug football.london because they're wonderful. Uh, <laughs> plugged it already for I me. Did, there you go. I cool. did. Uh, Check it out. It's a good website. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Buy my book as well. <laughs> Buy her book. Which is? Jake, have you got anything to plug? <laughs> I'm still here for another hour. So <laughs> Surviving Chelsea. The whole Millwall show is just a big plug, isn't it? Yeah. I'm plugging myself for for another hour. I'm here till 10 pm. But Chelsea guys. It, you have been the Chelsea fan show. Uh, it's been an absolute pleasure. Yeah, I, I hope it, I hope it's been okay without Aaron Paul this week. He, well, he will return to the hot seat. Look, you're our favourite now. Just send me abuse on Twitter <laughs> no, no, or, or you, let you, me know you, that uh, way. Jake, you've been great. I, I tell you, mate, I thoroughly enjoyed it tonight. Well, you, thank you, you. You're welcome to present us any time you like. You're a lovely man. That was the words of uh, Stanford Chidge. Uh, we've had Alex Churchill and football.london's Ollie Harbord. Chelsea kick off their Premier League season tomorrow away at Huddersfield. The Chelsea fan shows are adamant. They are confident. They are sure that they will be in the top four (laughs) next season. Um, That is them done. It's Love Sport Radio. That was the Chelsea fan show. Uh, Thank you to Stanford Chidge, Alex Churchill and Football.London's Ollie Harbord once again for coming in. Great, great fun with them. Chelsea fans thinking they'll be top four next season. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? 
at participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.